Well, good morning, good morning. Just our every day. Let's go ahead and get this show on the road, shall we? All right, let's go. Yeah. Oh, 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 o
never stop loving through the lessons learned. Show me we disobey we run away from you. Bring change to your name, but your love remains. Who can love me like you do, Lord? When you are to me, no one could ever be. You see through every mistake, through every stumble, you prove to your children you'll always be there. Every step, you hold on to my issues. You could have been finished. everybody doing this morning okay okay all right well good morning everybody and welcome of course to waking up with the prophet where we wake up each and every weekday morning with first inspiration motivation and a little bit of music to start our day not sure where you're listening from if you're in your way to work coming home from work already at work someone working out maybe you piled off work today maybe you don't have a job whatever the case may be we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way meaning with the right people conversation inspiration mindset attitude all that good right stuff because i believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way with a little god with a little gospel with a little jesus with a little holy ghost all that other good stuff things tend to go a little bit better not saying you're gonna have no ups and downs no bumps and bruises no aggravation irritation and frustration because you're definitely gonna have some of those because trust me people gonna people and life gonna life but as long as you trust god to be god god gonna show up and be god in your life amen Amen. With that being said, let me go ahead and cut to a quick prayer really quickly. Y'all know how we do. We start this room out each and every day with a word of prayer because I don't believe in starting my day off, my life off, anything off without prayer. I believe in covering my home, covering my house, covering every part of my life because you just never know, you know what I'm saying, how effective prayer can be in your life. I'm telling you, when you start praying, you start knowing stuff. They be like, how you know? Because I pray. I pray so much that I know stuff. Amen? Amen. <laughs> but no, with that being said, let me go ahead and cut to prayer really quickly so we can come right on back. Amen? All right, let's go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we just want to take a moment 
God, to come to you, give you honor, praise, and glory for this day. God, we thank you for the grace of today, God. God, we thank you for everything that you are, everything that you created us to be. God, we bless you right now, God, for everything that you have done in our life, everything that you're doing in our life. God, we ask that you'll continue, oh God, to uh, motivate us, God. Continue to discipline us, God. Continue to take us forth into, the, into today, oh God. Let no weapon formed against us be able to prosper. But God, let us continually be able to prosper as we continually do your will on today. Father, we thank you right now for your grace, your mercy, your love, and your peace. God, we thank you, oh God, just for everything that you are. Father, we also take a moment to repent. Father, for every sin, transgression, and iniquity, anything that we may have done, anything, oh God, that we may do to cause us to be separated from your love, your presence, your kindness, your gentleness, your meekness. God, we ask that you'll forgive us right now in the name of Jesus, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a righteous spirit that we may worship you in spirit and in truth. And Father, we thank you now because as we pray, we believe by faith that it is so. We believe by faith that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper and you are God and God are by yourself. Father, we thank you and we surrender our all to you. God, do what you need to do in our life. Show up, God, in our life. Throw your weight around in our life, God. Do what only you can do. Because, God, we believe by faith that all things are working together for our good. God, we believe by faith that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. God, we bless you now for the people in this room. And, God, we ask that you will cover every person under the sound of my voice. Father, allow them to be positively impacted. Father, allow them to prosper. Allow them to be edified, educated, entertained, God. Even as they come here to listen, laugh, and learn, God, I ask that you will pull on their heartstring, oh, God. Cause them, oh, God, to be more motivated, cause them to be inspired, God, cause them to go to another level, even in their faith, God. And we thank you now because as I pray, we believe that it is so, God. As I pray right now, we thank you because all things are working together for our good. And we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise in this moment. Father, touch us right now, God. Father, download into us the strategies and the agenda of heaven that we'll know how to move throughout the earth, that we'll know how to move through every plan that you have set before us. Father, we thank you now. Because as we pray, we believe by faith that it is so. We believe that you are not a man that you shall lie, neither are you the son of man that you shall repent. That whatever you speak, it is so, and it is good. So God, we bless you now. We thank you now. It's in Jesus' name. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, wherever you are, just go ahead, clap, give God some praise, give him a little worship, give him a little honor. <sighs> yeah, do me a favor, go ahead and share the room, ping some people in the room. I'm not sure what's going on with Clubhouse today, but because it's, it's a little raunchy, it's a little raggedy, I got bots even walking in the room, so y'all pray for me, y'all pray for me, hey, it is what it is, but we're going to continue to bless God anyhow. Um, I got another song coming up, uh-uh, we ain't going to play that just yet. I got another song coming up, and then right after this next song, then we're going to come back so we can get ready to get into, you know, scripture and all that other good stuff. But do me a favor, ping people in the room. Go ahead and share the room. I'm not sure what's going on with the algorithm and all this other stuff. People be hitting me up acting like, Prophet, you not on gig, you not on? I am, but I don't I don't know why it's not showing up, why it's not sharing. I don't know, and I don't feel like going live today. So, hey, just do me a favor, have a share the room. Let's get some people in, and we're going to continue to make this thing flow. Amen. And man, I'm finna cut to my favorite song because it is Throwback Thursday, and then we coming right, right back. Let's go.
what I like about it. There'll be no more clean and quiet. No more young or dust quiet. No more inspiration or quiet. But I'm talking about when we get there, everybody is going to get together. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet. You are now tuned in to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up 
each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called off work today, maybe you don't have a job, maybe you're always on the clock. Hey, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, conversation, inspiration, mindset, attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, with a little prayer, you know what I'm saying? Things tend to get a little bit better. You're going to have some ups and downs. You're going to have some aggravations, irritations, and frustrations because life going to life and people going to people. But if you trust God to be God, guess what? All things tend to work together for your good. You know what I'm saying? People going to act crazy. But guess what? When you really pray, your discernment be on point because people going to act crazy. You know people be lying to the Holy Spirit? People be lying to the Holy Spirit. And th you think just because you can't die no more and you ain't going to drop dead for lying to the Holy, Holy Spirit like you just can do it. People don't understand consequences in life is real. Jesus Christ on the cross. I'm sorry, that just took me out. But I have to thank God because he's a great and mighty God. Look, let me get to the scripture of the day because the scripture of the day comes from Deuteronomy chapter number six. Uh, and y'all hit me out. I don't know what's going on with this algorithm. Normally I have, you know, my, my people in the audience will be here and I'll be having to wait on moder moderators and so I'll be talking to them. Now they can't even pop in the room. If the room's showing up, y'all help me out. Go ahead and share the room, ping the room so we can get some people in the room. I don't know what's going on because probably you saw it today. Yeah, it's 830 already. Like, come on, man. My fault. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter number six, starting at the fourth verse, reading to the fifth verse, coming from the New King James Version, brought to you by BibleGateway.com. And the scripture today reads, Oh, hear, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. That's all it gives right there. That's all it says right there. That's all it gives. It says, oh, Israel, here, oh, Israel, it's talking to a group of people here. It's talking to the nations. This nation, hear me. The Lord, our God, is one. He is God. He is one. He is yes. And you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart your soul, and your strength. I'm going to stop right there because that's all it gives today, and I ain't one of them preachers that come in here and try to do all that, the eschatology and it's, it's the, the exegesis, and I ain't been, I can't always properly harmonize my homiletics with the proper hermeneutics. I'm not nobody seeing a pastor, doctor, theologian, all that other stuff like J.Y. <laughs> like we say each and every day, but I do believe that God gave me the authority to degree and declare to speak the word of the Lord, and on today, I just want to encourage you simply to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, your soul, and your strength. And when I say strength, can I be more direct with all of your effort, with all of your physical strength, with all of your capacity and capability, every inch of you, every mite of you, every smite of you, everything in you. Love God with all of your heart and do what God has called you to do through the love of God, through the love of Jesus Christ, because it is only through his love and through his might and through his grace that we are able to still be here on today. So even as you go forth on today, not only do I encourage you to continue to love God, but love God's people. I don't know about y'all in our church, but the church that I attend in Birmingham, Alabama, Rock City Church, we have a mission statement, and our mission statement is love God, love people, and serve the community, period. That's it. So that is our heart. And on today, I want to admonish you with the same thing. Love God, love his people, and serve the community with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. I'm going to stop right there because the time now is 8.43 on the dot. It's 7.43 somewhere else, 6.43 somewhere else, 5.43 somewhere else. But guess what? The time right now is 8.43, which means it's time for us to go ahead and 
check in and get this thing started because once nine o'clock hit, everybody will start popping in and start talking and having conversation and all this other stuff. And sometimes we can never get back to the music. So guess what? I'm going to go ahead and cut to a song break now so we can come right, right back in three minutes and 43 seconds and go ahead and check in. Do me a favor, please. If you haven't already, go ahead and share the room. Go ahead and ping the room. Go ahead and let people know how you are. We in here. We live. Whoop, 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 whoop. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. We'll be right, right back after this quick commercial break in Jesus' name. Y'all, but I'm all in. I wish that was the long one. I was, oh, I wish that was the long one. I wanted to shout so bad. 
It's okay. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back because I wanted to shout so bad. Okay, it's time for me to check in. I just wanted to shout so bad. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. You are now tuned in to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start every day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, some work now, maybe whatever the case may be. Uh, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. Meaning, you know what I'm saying? Fun, entertainment, God, all that good stuff. Because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off with the right people, components, and all that other good stuff, things tend to go better. Not saying you're going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravation, irritations, and frustrations, because you're definitely going to have some of those. You're going to have some hiccups in life. But when you trust God, rely on God, and depend on Him who is God and the Savior, guess what? All things tend to work out for your good. I don't know about y'all, but that's just how it works out for me. Like, certain things, it be, it be bad sometimes. Like, it be bad. But then I trust God, I rely on God, I depend on God, and then God just step up, show up, show out, and I just be excited. You know what I'm saying? I just be excited. I just be thankful that God be using people, and God will, and people are willing to be used. Isn't that a blessing? Like, that, I'm, I be glad that people be willing to be used. Because you know, sometimes it be like that old story. Y'all ever heard of that old story? I'm going to get the check-in in just a second. But y'all ever heard of that old story where the person was like, well, I'm crying out to God. And granted, he was living next to an atheist or something like that. The man was living next to an atheist. He was hungry. Kept crying out, God, I'm hungry. God, I'm hungry. God, I'm hungry. God, send me some food. God, send me some food. God, send me some food. And apparently, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the man kept saying, why you keep crying out to your God? He not finna bring you nothing. He not finna bring you nothing. God, he not finna bring you nothing. And then what's interesting is the atheist finally decides, let me go get this man some food. Let me go get this man some food and bring him some food. And in the midst of the man going to get him some food, you know what I'm saying, all the other stuff, the man bring him some food, put it on his doorstep, apparently, you know what I'm saying, the man open the food, find the food, and like, oh my God, God, thank you for the food. Thank you for the food. Thank you for the food. Now, of course, that man over here getting frustrated because he said, hey, your God ain't bring you that. I brought you that food. I did that for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just come sense but here's the reality in it all god still used that man to bring that food even though he was not willing even though he didn't even believe in the same god have the same faith even though things were upside down and looking crazy for him guess what he said i'm gonna go bring that man some food and bring him to reality and the home and the hungry man said guess what because i cried out on the lord he answered my cry. And I just thank God because miracles like that are continuously happening every day. And I'm thankful because I don't want to be the one reluctantly being used by God. I don't want to be the one who, who has to be, who has to be, you know, used out of reluctancy. No, I thank God that I'm willing every day to be used by him as well as everybody on here. Thank you so much for allowing God to wake y'all up every morning and get on here and be used to bless somebody else. With that being said, let's go ahead and check in. Y'all know how we check in on Waking up with the prophet without three daily questions. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how you starting your morning off? With me uh, today, prophet, it's on you. Let me go ahead and just kick it on off. It's on me. I'm feeling fantastic, as y'all can tell. I'm on the five, um, only because it's the first of the month. And not only is it the first of the month, but God is just showing out. God is just showing out. God is good. Um, I ain't going to cap. Like I said, I didn't meet my goal last month that I really wanted to meet. I had a 30-day goal that I was trying to meet and get some things done. And I didn't reach that. I was kind of upset. I was really kind of upset and frustrated about it. But guess what? Man, my mama is so dope. My mama always tends to come through. I called my mama and texted her the other day. And I was like, Mom, pray for me. I'm trying to get some things done. I said, she said, okay, son, I'm going to lift you up. You know what I'm saying? And mind you, when you tell most people to pray for you, far and know in the back of your mind they probably ain't gonna pray for you but you tell them anyway you know what i'm saying just because you want them to be encouraged well you know i told my mama and my mom is a woman of prayer and she's a one of she's a woman of actions and results that's one of the reasons why i'm like this you know what i'm saying because she's a woman of prayer but she's a woman of action and the results you know what i'm saying so i was like mom 
going through stuff, woo 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 You know what I'm saying? She's like, I'm praying for you. Well, yesterday, I'm sitting at home. I got off the show, and most of the time after I get off the show, I try to go on like a little lunch break. You know what I'm saying? She'll get myself together. And then I'm starting, you know, answer phone calls for clients. I'm making reels and stuff like that. I'm, I'm doing work. You know what I'm saying? Up until about 5 or 6 o'clock. Well, she called me yesterday. I was like, uh, you at home? I said, yeah, I'm at home. Of course, I'm at home. What you need? She's like, uh, I'm on my way over there. Now, immediately, this is my mama now. I'm thinking, Ma, what you coming over my house for? Like, what you want? What, 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 like, what? I got to start cleaning up, hiding stuff. Like, what you want? Why you coming over here? So I, once I start cleaning up, she said, don't worry about it. I'll be there in 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And me, I'm a talker. Y'all know I could talk myself into a blessing as well as out of a blessing. And this is my mom. I'm like, girl, what? What you want? Don't come over here. I'm working with the group. I don't feel like being bothered. And she's like, all right, don't, I'm going to be over there in 10 minutes. I said, okay, fine. Get myself together. Got myself together. Mama pulled up. And the Mr. Mama pulled up. Anybody who knows my mom knows that she owns a cake business. My mom owns a cake business that I've been trying to push her to do full time for a couple of years now. Um, and she actually does it full time now. And she be banging here in Atlanta. I'm talking about banging. Well, she pulls up to my house yesterday and told me, get this out the trunk. I said, what? She told me, some, get these boxes of cakes out the trunk. She said, you told me you could sell ice to an Eskimo and a silent movie to a blind man, so go ahead and get these cakes. She literally brought 31 pieces of cake over to my house and told me, some, here, sell these and keep the money from it. I said, okay, that's fine. And then on top of that, Ebony, she going to turn around and give me one of them good old grandma hugs, right? You know, one of them good old grandma hugs where they put something in your hand. She put some cash in my hand, then going to turn around and tell me something. All right, now, I'm going to um, go ahead and uh, cash up your $200, too, so you can go ahead and get my stuff ready for Valentine's Day. I said, well, look at God. Come on through, mama. <laughs> so when I say my mama pulled up and almost gave me, like, what, almost $430-something yesterday just out of nowhere, like, and I was just so happy and surprised because it's the small things that really, you know what I'm saying, get me, you know what I'm saying, going. Because truth is, I was like, hey, it is what it is. I ain't meet my goal and all this other stuff. I'm just going to, you know, chalk it up to next month, chalk it up to February and get it done. Well, literally, she came through on the last day. And kind of not granted, I still ain't really meet my whole goal, but she kind of helped put me there and put me in a good place and a better mood and all that other stuff. And y'all know people always at my house trying to get some and trying to grab some. So now I got a whole table full of cakes that people can just buy and grab, you know what I'm saying, as they come over here and get what they need. Y'all know that same table that I had, all them snacks and stuff from that conference and festival. Yeah, now that's filled with, like, cakes of all types of sorts. So, yeah, that got my morning kind of, you know, on fire. As far as the weather, man, the weather looks good in Atlanta. It's 33 degrees right now, but it's going to get up to 60 degrees. Um, Y'all know I got got to work this weekend, and it's going to be good weather all weekend. So I'm kind of excited. I'm just excited about today. It's Friday, Junior, and I'm already looked into my account and seeing what deposits coming tomorrow, and I'm excited about that. So I'm just happy. I'm just extremely happy on today. There is no breakfast right now. Y'all know I don't start eating until y'all start talking right now. I got my tea with me. Um, and that's about it. Eventually, I'll probably go down there and warm up them, um, that, um, fish and chicken that I got last night from American Deli. And that might be my breakfast. But for right now, I'm sipping on this coffee. Do me a favor. Pull to refresh, not coffee tea. <laughs> like, talk too fast. Anyway, pull to refresh. See where you guys are on the stage. And we're going to go in that order. If you haven't already, do me a favor. Go ahead and share the room. Go ahead and ping some people in the room. And let's get this thing started because we're going to have a great conversation on today. Like, I've seen something that JY dropped in the chat that we're probably going to address for a little bit. As well as, you know what I'm saying, something else that I've seen within, uh, I don't know if I was watching TV yesterday, having a conversation with somebody or what. But uh, we had ended up sparking off a great conversation about censorship versus transparency. How much should you 
reveal? How much should you hide? How much should be available to kids? How much should not be available to kids? And I think it's going to be an interesting conversation because as we move more into social media and AI, I think censorship should be need is needed, but at the same time, I think transparency is also needed as well. But we're going to get into that conversation a little bit more once we get into our news and hot topics and the main topic of the day. But like I said, Porter Fresh, see you guys are on the stage. We want to go in that order with our check-in. Starting with Lady Ebony. My miracle mama, it's on you. Did it loop? Hey, good morning, y'all. It is it's 37 degrees. It's gonna get up to 53. Um, I am already en route to the hospital. Um so my oh, you off to an early start. Earlier. I am, yeah, off to a real early start today. It's a lot happening today. Um yeah, no breakfast. Uh, no Pepsi, no coffee, nothing yet. Um, I'll, I'll probably, I don't know. I don't know. Probably not this morning. We'll see. See what happens. Um, scale of one to five, about a four. Um, just busy. I would be a five if I wasn't overwhelmed. It's just a lot, a lot happening. Um, between like changes with my husband and then. Miracle Mamas has a very eventful two days. There's a lot going on. Oh, yeah. Happy um, anniversary or something. Yeah, yeah, birthday, anniversary. (laughs) So, right. I was going to say birthday, anniversary. Which one is it? Uh, I guess anniversary. (laughs) So, that's really that. Um, Yeah, that's that's my day. That's my checking. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, hey, I pray that you have strength to do everything that you need to do on today. Despite any hiccups that may arise, I pray that God continues to favor you and, you know what I'm saying, show love upon all of us. Because truth is, this is one of those pivotal times for a lot of people. Um, and I don't know why, but I feel that in the realm of the spirit for a lot of people, this is a pivotal time for them. So I'm praying that you're able to, you know, get through your day and accomplish everything productive and that your spirit continue to stay high throughout it all. Um, Pastor Charles, it's on you. You got your Android spirit today. What's going on, Pastor Charles? I thought you was at the conference. You supposed to be feeling all hunky go dory and stuff. Charge up a little bit, and uh, so I can be ready for the entire conference without having to uh, somewhat charge anyway. Yeah, just jumped out of the shower, and today's uh, scent of the day because I use Dr. Bronner's soap. And today's, uh, I was going to say flavor, but today's scent is hemp almond. I've never really used that one. I Sometimes I use the different ones. They have like smaller bottles that you can try them. And because um, I use that for, you know, whenever I travel. And I, well, I use it anyway, but I usually go with this lemony kind of scent. But today I try for the first time the almond. And I'm like, okay, that actually is a nice manly smell. Praise the Lord. It's and, called Who Pastor Charles Hemp. Hemp Almond. A L M O N D. Hemp Almond. And uh, yeah, I was I was actually pretty shocked that it actually that act that it actually was good, you know. Um, but anyway, um, I I think one of my problems too is that, of course, when I'm uh, at a at a hotel and that kind of thing, if they I like a room with a good nice big shower in it, I don't need a bit in your tub, and so. Uh, when I go there, I like to work the shower. So anyway. <laughs> not you don't want the tub. You need the shower. Yeah, man. You know. You, okay. Yeah. Okay. My attitude is off now. My Android. Yeah. Okay. I mean, 
I don't know what I was thinking about, but I would have made my shower a new place of utopic um, entity. I love that. I mean, I love a good shower. I've never been one. I didn't really understand it, but now I understand. I like the, I like the dirty water to go down the drain immediately. I don't need no. Don't be oh, you don't stop your you don't stop your water your tub up when you take showers. No, for what? I stop my tub up when I take a shower. For what? You know so what? I can I'm, sit down in the water afterwards. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Everybody got time for that. <laughs> that. You getting right back in the dirty? See, thanks, thank you, Ebony. She she done put her eyes up like, what is you? What are you? No. Oh. Get me up. Get me. Get my dander up this morning. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I washed. I washed my beard and everything, and moisturized it. And everything. So anyway, it's a good day. Today is uh, um, if out of one to ten, um, I think I'm about a nine. Um, the breakfast part is getting ready to happen. It's starting at eight o'clock. So I'm trying to get up out of here. I got my clothes all set up, set out, and I'm getting ready to get myself together. Pastor Charles, what's the conference about that you're actually at? You know, you go to so many. So the conference is called the Significant Church Conference, and it's a conference that uh, the person that's over his name is Jim Graff. Um, he is one that likes to encourage. Um, he probably has a lot of friends that he has but at the beginning of the year. They like to encourage small churches, churches that are, you know, just starting sometimes and, and just need somebody to encourage them. So the conference itself is free. You just have to pay for your own hotel. And so for three days, they he pours in and gives um, you know, vision and stuff like that, and and it's pretty good. So, and uh, so I'm a part of it, and I made it to, to come. I try to come every year, uh, but it's, this is my second year, and this time they also have another little added benefit in there, and I'm and that's why I'm here a little bit longer because it's uh it's another piece that they're adding to it that's kind of going to help with some discipleship stuff. Anyway, I look at it. Um, it's free and uh what else? Uh it's free. And so all I'm gonna do is just get the food and good. My wife is home and she is she loves me. So amen. I'm so, so, so are you learning anything down there? Like what are they kind of teaching you? Um, just it's a, for me right now is some good stuff for, for my leaders. Um I'm starting with the ministers this year having some monthly meetings on ministry and what to do, what not to do, stuff like that. And so I really want to be able to pour into ministers and then pour into the people, especially leadership stuff. And I'm looking to do that where it is, um, you know, where I'm going out here without any kind of, uh, with form, not, you know, not with a form of godliness and anything like that. I want you to be able to be the best you you can be, but also go out here mindset of that I'm out here not on my own. I'm going out here and I'm representing the Lord. Excuse me. So in that representation, there are certain things that we need to know as ministers. And so we're studying, we're studying from the book called What What the Bible Says to the Minister. And, uh, and also some of the things that I learned here, I'll be putting those out there into practice. And just really, really just helping our folks just to learn. And it's more than being a minister. It's more than just putting on a collar yeah. and, and that kind of thing. 
And I'm really, you know, I really feel the push, especially becoming a bishop. You don't want to sit up there and and not nurse them. I, and here's the, let me say this, and I'm going to be done. Um, I don't want uh, our church or people that are with me, and I notice I said with me, not under me, but with me, to be more concerned with vestments and more concerned with um, the look of a minister versus really being the minister that you're supposed to be. So that's my goal. And, um, you know, because in the other man, I, I had a bad situation, not really a bad situation on my end, but I saw it at one of the meetings that we had recently. And, you know, we have people called adjutants that people who are supposed to be assisting those yeah. leadership, right? And what I saw was a glorified flunky. Mm-hmm. Got there. I mean, every five seconds he was getting up. He got first of all, he got there late. That's the first thing. Second thing, he gets up and all of a sudden his his leaders, his both his pastors are bishops. Uh, the husband and wife team, they're bishops. And he walks up there. He's handing them, handing them. Uh, went up there, handed her some low low shoes. And then he's, you know, and they he's walking down there like a little hermit, like you know, uh, bowed down and buckled down, you know, and kind of sneaking as if we can't see you, you know. Yeah. And then went to get pass him some slippers. Then five minutes later, went to give him some mints, some you know, uh, Altoids. And how about that? I noticed it all because I was watching Altoids. And then after that, <laughs> back again with something else. And then I watched him walk from the from where he was all the way across. And watched him as he went to go sit down, and I think I caught his eye. I caught his eye, or he, or whatever. And I, and, I'm, and I was like, I'm so sick of that. I said, what we are doing now as leaders, if we're going to trade adjutants to be adjutants, adjutants are not supposed to be seen. You're not supposed to see them doing what they do. And we as leaders need to stop this mess of being act like we got to be served, like we're kings and 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 queens in 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 or something. And you're walking around, and they, and they they flunking around you and, and doing that kind of crap. I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm going off. But um, I believe but no, that's that true. That's I believe true. that if, if you're a good adjutant, you are not seen. You don't, you're not seen doing what you do. In fact, you do everything you got to do beforehand because I believe some of these leaders are leaving here quickly because we're turning them into gods. And God said, I'll have no other gods before me. So run and tell that. I said it on my Android uh, side here. I said it on the mean side, but yeah, I'm, I was so sick of that adjutant. So I'm, I'm going to be over adjutants and stuff like that in in our in our group, and I'm going to be talking about that. I said, y'all, y'all, stop killing these leaders early, and killing leaders early because you're so busy, don't know how to serve. You know how to, you you want to serve, but you think serving means you got to be a, a like a little hobbit or something like that with a hunchback running around, and you know, <laughs> what, what what was Dracula's uh uh serve? What was it? What was his name? I forgot what his name was, but his old humpback kind of guy. And that's what these that's what these adjectives look like rather than them being, you know, just just helpful. Just be helpful. And be Quasimodo. Be, be huh? Quasimodo. Quasimodo. Yeah. Hunch. You know you know what I'm talking about. That hunchback look. Instead of, instead of walking up straight and just, you know, handing them or whatever and making sure that's taken care of before service, you gotta hunch back and be quasimodo. And walk around and 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 hand and mints. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm 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 on, I'm I'm mad now. Let me get out of here before I want to get in trouble. I need to go downstairs and have breakfast. I love you guys. <laughs>
<laughs> Pastor Charles, don't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> he felt some stuff in his spirit. It's okay though, Pastor Charles. That's just passion. Cause I ain't gonna understand. I understand. I yeah. I ain't gonna cap out. I didn't serve him any capacity. I've never been an official adjutant, but I've been an armor bearer. Are armor bearers and adjutants two different things? Same same premise as far as I'm concerned, but um, you know, we talk about armor bearers. I think that's another term that there's a book that's out uh, that came out and that we kind of use that as a as another wording for adjutant or uh, servant or flunky. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Uh, uh, adjutant, you know, they're supposed to be helpful. It's supposed to be helpful. Yeah, but yeah, that's just kind of like the same. At least that's kind of how we kind of classify JY. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I've been a um, I've been a uh, armor bearer before, but never been an actual adjutant. Because adjutants are actually like y'all don't. Yeah, I've seen adjutants actually be ordained and licensed and consecrated and all that. Okay, I guess. I don't know. Okay, Nick. Good morning, sir. How you feeling this morning? Go ahead, check in for us. Um, good morning, everybody. Um, it is whatever the temperature Ebony said. I don't know. So I'm on day three with this doggone flu. Yeah, I can tell. You sound horrible. But it is what it is. So I'm getting the opportunity to rest and chill. So, but yeah, right now I'm on like a three, three, four. I'm like, I think my fever is breaking. I had a a really wet night last night, so on my way. But yeah, I'm just here. Okay, okay. Well, pray, I'm, I'm gonna be praying for you, man and God. I pray that everything goes well. Pray that everything goes well, Pastor Charles. I'm gonna have to ask you, like, how you determine which conferences you want to go to? Cause I don't care. There be some conference here in Atlanta that I be thinking about going to, but I don't be knowing if I want to waste my money and time and energy. Like, I really don't. I really, really don't. Like, I'd be like, huh, if I'm going to go to this conference, it better be good. It better be something. Because y'all know I don't go to many places unless I'm getting paid to be there for one. Like, I don't be want to go. <laughs> but listen, there's a conference here in Atlanta called Hope for the City that I'm thinking about going to in March. And it looks like it's going to be power-packed, but I don't know. I don't know. Y'all pray for me. Jay, wow, I'm throwing it over to you. Oh, what you say, Pastor Charles? What's it called? Hope for the City. Well, I can only imagine that it's probably something that's doing it with evangelism or something like that. But just you know, dig into it a little bit and check check the if they've had it prior, then check the check the check the the rate of it. You know, um, this was word of mouth. This conference that I went to, and it's not popular. It's not something. That, it's a popular conference. It's most of people that know each other. But now I've been engrafted in it, and I'm gonna tell other people that I know about it that, hey, get yourself over here. It's a good refreshing place. Okay. Yeah, I'm finna look into it. Uh, JY, it's on you, sir. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Um, right now we're at 52 degrees. We're gonna get a high of 69 here in the suburban area of Austin, Texas. Uh, no breakfast yet. Can't figure out if I'm gonna do oatmeal. I make some sausage and eggs. My wife went back to work. She's off vacation. So I'm a little sad. Oh. 
Yeah, man, I miss my wife. Um, but we're gonna be all right, man. I'm on a good four and a half. <laughs> four and a half. Um, yeah, no breakfast as of yet. And, uh, this is how my day started. But uh, Pastor Charles, that Dr. Bronner's soap is off the chain. Um, that tea tree and that um, what's that called? Peppermint will make you feel everything outside. Um, it opens everything up. You feeling every, you feeling all outside. I'm telling you that right now. It is open everything up. Uh, almond to me got like kind of a sweet smell, but it's it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I love me some Dr. Bronner's. Um, definitely do. Um, an adjutant, by the way, and almond bear. I think it just depends on your term of usage. I think they kind of do the same thing for the most part. But Pastor Charles is right. You're not really supposed to be truly seen. Um, that's why when they have the armor bear or the uh, adjutants and like the um, ascension or the ordination, those type of ceremonies, they wear, love you, baby. They wear white and black to kind of not stand out comparative to everything else that goes on. But you're not really supposed to be seen. And I cannot stand an armor bearer that has to be like, well, I need to sit here or I need to sit in the front row. I need to be here. Da, 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 da. Like, no, you don't got to be there. You don't got to feel important or whatever. And honestly, your assignment ain't even to be seen. And your assignment truly ain't even an individual. It's the assignment that that person carries is what you're doing, dealing with. But that's a whole other discussion. Um, praying for you. I said I love you five times already, girl. Um, praying for you, Carl, but, but it's, uh, K. Nick. Um, that flu ain't no joke. It is... Uh, Ah, oh, man, I know it. I know it. Especially when it get to your body and your body feel like you're just getting beat up by seven gorillas. So, um, man, um, praying that you push through, man. And where is everybody? You're right, man. This is going to be tripping. But you in the hallway, so I don't know what the deal is. So, I was going to say, I just showed up for the hallway, I think. And it's been in the hallway. I don't know what's wrong. Has it been in the hallway since you got in here? Because it's going to show up when you show up. It was, oh, no, sometimes when I'm not in there, it just doesn't, it, when I'm in here, it don't even show in the hallway. But I'm going to leave and double check, but I don't think it's in the hallway. Yeah, I mean, I, don't know. I was going to text y'all and be like, hey, y'all start the room this morning. I'll just pop in there. We can, I, I mean, because I really just think it'd be sometimes the algorithm, and y'all know me, social media specialist. I know how to trick them sometimes. Like, even when Miss Lashina got in here and started the room the other day, I would have just went on with it and kept it going. I went back and listened to the replay to y'all. Y'all so funny. Y'all is hilarious. <laughs> y'all is hilarious. But, yeah, I think I'm just going to have, you know, certain people start the room sometimes to throw the algorithms off. You know what I'm saying? To actually switch it up because I don't know what it be doing sometimes. But, um, so hold on. I just, I just, Pastor Charles, I just did some research right on the conference. And the conference, what made me mention is because Will Johnson um, from Alabama, funny dude, hilarious, my boy. He's supposed to be doing um, choir rehearsal, or, yeah, friends choir rehearsal um, that that weekend. But I didn't know it was actually part of the conference. So he's doing um, a choir rehearsal or something that weekend. It's actually part of the conference. But what's interesting is this the same pastor this the same pastor that was on Larry Reed getting cussed out just in the recent clip. Like, did y'all see that? What he was? Yeah, somebody? I heard it was an old video on what on um, what's that thing called on um on uh, Lifetime? Married at first sight. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, so first of all, I've never heard of that movie. I mean that that TV show or nothing like never. It's been out for a while, man. It's it's really uh it's really interesting. I can explain the premise to you if you want me to. Yeah, I was gonna say like, what is this about? So pretty much, it's literally you meet a person for the first time, and y'all get married like right then and there. Um, it's not like it's similar to Love Is Blind, except. You know, you're just dating on um, um, behind the scenes without seeing each other. But here, literally, hold on, what? Say, hold on, say that again. You date so there's a show it. called Love Is Blind. It's on um, Netflix. It's a really good, it's a really good show. And what they, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start about. Let me start off with this one. You asked about. You meet up, and when you first meet the person, you get married. Like you meet at the altar, and you marry them right then and there. And then you go on weeks and weeks of journey, and they and they and they 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 kind of pair you through to like different similarities, different past child experiences, this and that, the third thing, and um, and you're married, and then you choose throughout the whole thing if you want to stay married or if you want to get divorced, and um, that's kind of how it works. It's a um, I like the show; it's pretty cool. Uh, there's another show that is similar to it. It's called Love is Blind that comes on Netflix. And um, that one, the difference between that one is that you date someone between a wall that you never, ever seen. Y'all communicate, y'all ask questions, and then you determine if you want to propose and one proposes and then they uh, finally see each other and, you know, they determine if they want to stay married throughout a course of the whole journey or whatever uh, of if they want to get married still. Um, there's some successful couples that actually done it. Some of them are really popular. There's a, um, a mixed couple. One name is, I think her name is Lauren and uh, her husband name is Cameron. Um, there's some other ones that just didn't go so well that, um, you know, but yeah, that's how it goes. It's a cool show though. I like it. You on mute, sir. Oh my fault. So this specific one with um with, with what's his name Pastor Buckner. So what's going on? Because apparently dudes said me me in the park a lot. It's finna go down. I think. And I'm sorry. so I'm gonna be very careful with using this word because I told you not really supposed to use this word without having the proper um, credentials. But uh, I will say this: I think the dude got very narcissistic tendencies because no one can tell him anything about himself. And I think Buckner, I don't know if he was the spiritual advisor, because that show has a spiritual advisor, quote unquote, spiritual advisor. And that's what the dude was saying. He said, you're not my covering. You can't correct me. Yeah. They were were good friends before the show. Yeah, they were supposed to be tight. They've known each other a long time. Oh, so they knew each other. They were supposed to be homies. Yeah, they knew each other. Yeah. But then he tried to give them some spiritual advice. And I guess he tried to give them advice. Well, a lot of people don't. Like I said, that narcissistic tendency don't like to be corrected or show who they are. They don't like it. And so he was correcting them. And then it was on TV, too. So now he started feeling embarrassed. And so dudes start talking tough and being like, you know, he was, you know, Billy Bad A. And, you know, that's where we got to. I think it's interesting because I was watching it again. I was trying to listen to it. And he said, Chris does not like correction. And Chris said, that's some bull. See, I got to see the whole thing because JY, yeah, I'm but very careful with the that. The commentator came too. in and agreed. You know, oh, he had so many words he said, but he agreed with him. 
Yeah. I mean, but that's a that's a good question though. It's like I don't know. I think see I have to see the whole thing because I ain't gonna cap. I'm good at being corrected too, but at the same time, if he ain't his spiritual covering, then what right did he have to actually get them together or something? If you my friend, if I say we're okay. friends, okay, uh, by by me accepting that, accepting you as a friend, yeah, that I see that point. Okay, you have a right to let me know if I'm heading in the wrong direction or doing something wrong. Take away the whole spiritual stuff on it, but sometimes when we don't want to be corrected. We start nitpicking through everything, so I yeah. always start discrediting them. You ain't my spiritual covering. You ain't this, that, and the other, like. You and I can be tight, um, prophet. And then let's say if you give me a correction, or, or, or even Pastor Charles, Pastor Charles correct me or whatever. I'm like, you ain't my pastor because I'm now I'm trying to discredit what he's saying, so I can you know keep moving on and doing the things that's wrong, or not have to look at myself. So we'll people do something like that. That's crazy. In other words, somebody need to be able to tell you when your breath stinks, they need to be able to tell it. Say it clearly without no problem. And without you trying to fight them. <laughs> but I'm like, my wife don't complain about my breath. Like, no, you know, that. I'd <laughs> be her face every day. No one else, the only person talking about my breath is you. Maybe it's you. you Why know? she stood up and put her booty in that man's face? That was supposedly supposed to be her wife, his wife at the time. No, she put her booty in Pastor Chris' face. Oh, I don't know. Mm hmm. I'm watching the clip, and I'm like, uh, this is kind of awkward. Because as a pastor, what, like, what you do as, with another grown man trying to, like, come at you like that? Just be like, quiet. Pastor, I, I'm going to explain myself. If I realize what I'm saying is triggering this individual. Some, some kind of connection or, or, or you need to, I think you need to be. And then Buckley said, you ain't going to keep cussing at me and disrespecting me, dog. <laughs> I think you have to always have some kind of a connection with the person before you you can come in and say you're going to correct it would be nice but and you know but there, I believe there's ways to do it that I believe there's ways to do it that make it uh so, so much more palatable if that makes sense I'll be honest if that dude got loud like he did I'll be quiet if I realize I'm triggering this person to start tripping or whatever I'm not going to do what it takes to push my, get my point across. Like, I'm not going to waste my time. Obviously, you're not really receiving it. You don't want to hear it. And it's about to get real ugly. And I know JY. I can only take so many disrespectful words before my character just goes completely out the window. Facts. So, Facts. I, in order to protect everybody and my character, I will just be quiet. Because I know I only can take so much. And I'm, and then it's a wrap. I'm, I'm losing it. I got to be honest, I think from my perspective, you know, uh, uh, other preachers say this, you ought to be able to have somebody in your life that can tell you that your slip is showing. <laughs> True. I think there has to be a, definitely a good, a good handshake with that. You have to be able to take it and know that the, hopefully the person doesn't mean, mean, you know, bad for you. But I, I will say this, a person that you know don't have no good for you, 
person you know they don't like you you know that they're on your they, you're on their hit list if if they tell you that day you look good you might want to go and check yourself and maybe change your clothes because you don't trust them so that's a whole thing right there and also i get a little nervous too pastor charles when i deal with individuals who are like in leadership in general and they say they don't have no covering or whatever like that makes me nervous like there has to be someone that you're accountable to whether it be another pastor or someone else at a, a, a of an organization or at least accountability partners that are truly not afraid to be accountable and speak the truth to you you know what i'm saying not a bunch of just enablers right so you know always got to be someone that could allow you to course correct like for instance i look at i, I would if pastor charles bishop charles came to me about something that said that was i did something out of order or whatever i would completely receive it i would be like i don't know this dude i just came in here anytime I, I would completely receive it because i know his heart and i know his spirit but that's but is that also okay never mind i was gonna say but is that also because of the level of respect that you have for him because i think oftentimes when we see each other you know what i'm saying in a certain light it's able for us to process that versus other people who perceive each other as peers you know what i'm saying well i look i look i, I look at i don't look at pastor charles as quote as a peer i look at exactly. him as a, exactly. I, look at, I look at him as a superior exactly right? not a peer uh, even though Pastor Charles is not right, I have a church I go to, right? I'm under an apostle and this, that, and the other. Mm, exactly. But if, but if Pastor Charles was to say something to me, especially in what pertains to my character, right, as a mm. husband, because he's a husband, as a father, because he's a father, he's been a father right. longer than I have, he's been a husband longer than I have, as a preacher or whatever, he's done it longer than I have, and he has great fruit that is shown from it. Thanks. I would be a fool to 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 not take that advice or hear what he to what he was saying, right? Now there are yeah. some that would probably follow in the same categories that he has <laughs> as well, but they may not have the same prestige or may not have developed the same relationship or showed themselves worthy of that, and that's what discernment comes in as well. So, but I just go off and say, like, granted, even if I never met Pastor Charles in, per in person, right? If I was still in Cincinnati. I would still heed to what he said. I would still take his advice and not take it for uh, for granted. Dr. Jacob, for instance, Dr. Jacob and I are, I think, close in age, right? I'm I'm 42. I think he's not too far, you know, older uh, older than me. I um I will I take his advice and I heed to what he says all the time as well. Um, and so it doesn't necessarily mean by age or just that and the other. It also just depends on your character and your and how you um carry yourself in general. So yeah. I agree. Uh, I mean, but that's a good way for you to look at it. And I think a lot of other people look at it. And I think most people have to get to that, that level of maturity. Cause I mean, I look at it, like you said, just, just how you see it, because you know what I'm saying? You know, his, his fruit, you know, you know, his capacity, um, to be, you know, all that he is. So that gives you a certain reverence and respect for it. Um, but you know, there are others who will look at it and be like, oh, okay, well, you know, they, 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 he, he he doing the same thing I'm doing. He just like me. You know what I'm saying? Almost giving that 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 you know we equal type of thing. And I think that's that's yeah 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 you get yeah you get it you get the point you get the point <laughs> you get the point because <laughs> I will never see you raising up a Pastor Charles. But at the same time, if I think about some other people, I'm like mm, yeah, 
I might have to be Pastor, Pastor Charles Amabera adjutant because if you raise up, it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> I think what happens is too people think we sometimes we think we know so much because of what we have experienced, familiarity, or, or what we have been through as far as other experiences. But even in our our studies, right? Like me, I have a degree in business in business administration. I've worked in tech for for a long time. I know tech front and back. But I'm still going to you. I'm going to have a conversation with you later about a website. Even though I know a little bit about it, right, or other stuff, I'm able to I'm able to submit in so many areas of knowing that I'm okay. And I, I'm, I'm responsible. I but that's the out. thing that we talked about kind of yesterday, JY. I think that's good for like some of us who are able to do that. But like we were saying yesterday with the average black man, we not, I mean, I want to say we, but most black men ain't, ain't, you know what I'm saying? Ain't that, you know, comfortable. And I wouldn't even call it narcissistic because even when you look at this component, I wouldn't look at dude and say he narcissistic. I would say he probably was a typical black man who, like Pastor said, just not used to being open and being received to correct things. So just you have to watch that whole season. Thing. You have to watch that whole season, bro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, no. Because I was gonna um, say he reminds me. And then we also got to quit using that. We got to quit using that word "typical," right? Yeah. That's a generalization. We we went we said the conversation okay. yesterday. Typical black man that don't want to listen. That's not true. Facts. You're right. That's not true. At, that's not you know that's not what it is i just think sometimes um certain characteristics don't like to be corrected and i think some of us have a very haughty mentality or elitism mentality that we feel like who are you to tell me what to do or who are you to do 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 like no like it's okay to be an open and being and sparring and learning and the bible says iron sharpens iron so there's nothing wrong with allowing someone to sharpen you right some people do come in this room like you said about Pastor Charles or whatever, and feel like they know more than this particular individual. Just because when everyone other folks get on here and they start preaching and having their sermons or whatever, and Pastor Charles may not jump in and, and use all these crazy colloquialisms or other um, church you know jargon and this that and the other doesn't make him not as prevalent or relevant to everyone else. Like yeah. no, but also the thing is this. Pastor Charles has a remnant. All of us have our own remnant that we call to that can hear our voice and hear our tone of what we're saying and can get along with our frequency. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, my favorite radio station growing up in Cincinnati was called uh, uh, 100.9 The Wiz. I, the great radio station played one of the music. I'm here in Austin, Texas. I can't get that radio station on my radio in my car. I cannot get that frequency. So I have to, I, I better operate into the frequencies that I can get while I'm here. Some people just ain't, that ain't their frequency. And that's okay. They don't make them less relevant. They don't make them not a radio station. They don't make it not have any viewers or listeners. Facts, facts, it's, facts. It's just, it's just who, who that particular person is. So that's why I don't care. I don't care about any of y'all. Y'all put y'all pants on one leg at a time, just like I do. <laughs> you might, unless you find a better way of doing it. And if you do, I will be open enough to listen. Right, I'm going to listen to you then. Right. <laughs> there you go. 
Facts. I mean, I agree. I think it's oftentimes, you know, in the black community, like we said yesterday, I think certain things has not haven't been taught. And I wouldn't say typical black men. Thank you for correcting me on that. But I will say a good majority of certain um, black men have not been taught how to be. You I wouldn't know, say majority. We have to still be careful with those words where it puts us in a very negative connotation. Like we can't say typical or all or most. We have to just use words like there are some or a few, but let's not use the word typical because I've been around a lot of black individuals who are able to be respectful and responsible. And then, and, and just as many as black individuals, there isn't, there's the same, um, um, ratio. It can be used in other races. Uh, we just got to like really be careful. And I got really convicted on that yesterday. We're just hearing what's talking about angry black woman, this, that, and the other. And it's like, <laughs> all black women ain't angry. You know yeah. what I mean? Honestly, most of them are not. Most of them are very content. Most single women are happy as hell. Like happy in the mug. They are cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like great. Like they, they're not, they're okay. They good. Like, they, they don't want no one to tickle that fancy because then they're going to be addicted to it. They good. Like, they all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, we have to just realize we have to quit making it seem like because someone is single or someone is this, that, and the other, that something is wrong with them. No. Some people are just very happy where they are. And if the Lord brings someone on, brings someone to them to add to them, you know, not necessarily be a quote-unquote completion, but a addition, then that's good. So we have to just really be very, very cautious on the wordings that we use, because like all, like all men, all typical, it's not a typical black man who don't want to listen. Da, 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 da. That's not wrong. Like I, really? I'm a typical black man, and I don't mind listening. I don't mind being. See, me too. I, 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 Jay, well, I, I agree with I, you, but then we I, do have to combat the narrative because it does come from a true place. Sometimes it has been proven in our culture that because we have not seen, and we addressed it yesterday, because certain people have not seen other men submit, other men actually have stable relationships with women and not and, uh, in a way that's not aggressive, in a way that's not domineering. You know what I'm saying? So, granted, I, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. For those, for those of us that has been taught right, has been trained right has been educated yes we're not included in that at, at, at all but at the same the time we do change. have to account for the narrative somewhat having some type of truth to it that's like saying how they say every joke got some truth to it well we have to be able to you know what i'm saying like you said address those granted it ain't everybody but for the ones that it does exist in and for we have to be willing to address it and fix it because what we're seeing now in this generation is the trickle down effect of bad leadership, bad teaching, all the stuff that we, you know what I'm saying, that we said in the last couple of days of guys who want more so someone who is subservient than submissive because they never learned how to be submissive. You know what I'm saying? Like we've but, learned but prophet, everybody hasn't. But prophet, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. This is this is this is the thing. All right. When you are when you were born, right, you don't know math, correct? But because you don't know math, does that mean two plus two does not equal four because you don't know it? It doesn't. Yeah, you're right. I guess it you. still equals four, right? <laughs> Facts. Just because you don't know it doesn't mean it doesn't still equal four. Facts. That's the thing we have to be, just because a person may not be educated in that area doesn't mean it's still a truth. That means they have to be taught. And that's what we have to change our mindset of. Facts are still facts, no matter if you are educated in it or not. It's still a fact.
So we can't use that typical word, even though that may be that they, they never seen a man be this way or this, that, and the other. Then that means that they're just not educated in the area. That's, that's not a truth, agree. though. That's not a truth. It just means they have to be educated in that area. So, and you know what, man? I'm actually proud of myself because that's really smart for me to say that, man. I'm gonna be honest with you, like, man, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> that was really brilliant, bro. I gonna even hold you, bro. Like, I, I felt like one of them smart people. And listen, no one else is in here to hear me do something smart. Everyone be here. I'm so Everybody wanna be here when I'm funny and being silly, OJY. But when I be super smart and you know, I show my my IQ or whatever. No one want to be in here, but it's cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm done with you. But you know, now now listen, JY ain't smart. I never heard him do that smart. He's just a funny comedian. <laughs> They're not educated I mean, in that. Right. They don't know what I know. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, though. You know? Facts. I mean, hey, that's something that I deal with every day as well. But I don't think it's ever for black people to always show what we know. I mean, honestly, it somewhat is, but we have to do it by our actions. I'm, I mean, at least that's how I do it. I think it's all about us showing it through our actions that produces results, not actually just that. <laughs> Man, talk is cheap. <laughs> I know people that can talk a good game that can't never bust a great. Like, flat out. Facts. They can talk all they want to talk. Man, show me the fruit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let, me see what, let me see what comes from your tree, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, at, at one time, a lot of trees look the same. You don't know what they are until the certain season come around. They, they, they especially in this, in, in our, in our climates, right? That when the winter comes, they all are barren. Nothing is on there. You don't know. You can't tell an apple tree from a, a, a boysenberg, borberry tree, or whatever tree. You can't typically tell anything from any of them when they're in a certain climate. But once the right season comes, you know what they are. So regardless, man, I don't care who you say you are, what you say you can do. Let me see when your fruit comes at the right time. That's another one I just did. Hey, man. Hey. It's cool. Look, it's- you got people in the room. Yeah. He said, I'm smart. Yeah, man. Hey, JY smart. Just tell y'all know, man. JY kind of smart. All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. I'm kind of smart. I did go to a Jesuit college, you know. Pray for me. Uh <laughs> I didn't go to Harvard or all them other schools. I do. My biggest regret, though, I do wish I went to Howard. That's the one I really, really wish I went to. My SAT scores wasn't that good, but I wish I went to Howard. That's the one I wish. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was putting somebody out of my house. Oh, but I say you go. You muting a lot. You, are you on Facebook Live right now? Uh-uh, I ain't no lie Oh, right yeah, now. you got some. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. you know, I had stuff to do this morning. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's why you want to... Uh, Put somebody at you. Okay, right. <laughs> right. Hey, you forgot what I put dog, down, okay, Nick, right? His dog. No, he came to get his dog. He just flew back from D.C., and I was watching his dog. Every week, he goes back and forth to D.C. for work, so I keep his dog. So he came over here to get his dog, and I had to put him out of my house because I was on here. It was talking to you out. And they be want to talk and hang out. Don't realize I be at work. Okay. All right. On the next news, go ahead. <laughs> what? Oh, what? I was trying to hear what K Nick was saying. What you said? <laughs> K Nick just K Nick you. That's all. Mm. Not K Nick. Just K Nick you. <laughs> Hey, listen, trust me. 
Y'all, when y'all come in town, y'all can stay over too. I got my guest room. Y'all can stay. Bring y'all little animals, all the other stuff. I'll show you about it in a minute. No, I only like to stay places that have good restaurants to eat at and looking at your food you be cooking. I ain't interested. Are you a hater? My dude said he already sick enough. He ain't trying to get sicker. But you a hater. My food be good, dog. <laughs> no, we don't. What you eat for breakfast, pig feet? No. That was Sunday. Oh. I ate the pig feet Monday for lunch. Ha, because it was you leftover. Be, you don't worry about it. Right every time, you bro. <laughs> like, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with eating pig feet? Y'all don't eat pig feet? Oh, y'all is crazy. Y'all don't eat pig feet? I'm from Alabama. We eat some of everything. I eat chitlins, hog mog, pig feet. All I'm, of pray, I'm praying for your metabolism for when you hit like 35 or 40. I'm just praying for it. I'm be like Uncle Charles eating everything and still swimming. Hey, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Kenick, there's a lot of people out here that's um slim and got high blood pressure and stuff, right? I hope mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not yeah. Okay. Got mm-hmm. one of my good buddies is skinny and he got sleep apnea like a mug and diabetes and he's super slender. So you know, just want to let you know, you ain't exempt. You better eat right. Eat right. I'm gonna tell you, and I, mean, I know, some, health, and I, I know some healthy big Negroes too. So you know, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you the value of eating right. So the night that I went to the hospital and found out I had the flu, all of my labs were perfect because I had been eating right, and my body's able to fight. So that's like a very big importance. Like they did four labs on me, like every single thing. Like chemistry, all of that, all of my numbers were perfect because eating right. When I used to eat bad, those labs would have been all over the place. Like even to the fact that my white blood count was still in the normal area, it had not shot through the roof. It's important to eat right. Well, my count still be good for right now. It still be good for right now. Like you said, you just pay for my future until until until. I said, I can eat anything I want. And I was playing sports. So that's probably why it was. Like, I was super, I was active all the time, was counteractive. That boy stopped playing sports, that stuff started catching up to your boy. So, you know, I was almost 600 pounds at one time. Yeah, I know. Bad. Big time. Mighty God today. But you tall, so you probably didn't look like you was. Man, whatever. Okay, I'll tell you all. 600 is still 600. I don't care. Jay Wild, but you probably was moving with that 600, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, mean, I wasn't moving without having to think about every step I took. Like, every <laughs> was thought. Like, man, every little step I take. Literally. You know I mean, now, now I, done dropped, I, done, I done dropped, you know, I done lost well over, you know, half, almost half of that or whatever, but still, you know what I mean? Now I'm older. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I got some energy. I just told my kids today, like, we're going to go outside and play some, um, go to the hoop court. And start playing some three on three basketball. Me and my son and my daughter against these little chumps out here in Hutto. Let these cats know what we how we do, how we get down to Cincinnati. I'm done. <laughs> Y'all pray for me though, because you know, now 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 my blood count different. I have an autoimmune, so my white my red is low. So uh I gotta find iron or whatever. I learned that's why I be breathing all hard and be exhausted, because when your red blood count is low, you don't have as much energy, your oxygen don't flow well. So uh, I think I gave me some iron in me or something because, bro, that anemia is no joke either. So, 
But yeah, you gotta do right, man. You gotta eat better, man. Eat good. If you gonna have, if you gonna have like pig feet, like do it in moderation, but like have a lot of water with it. Pig feet, if I'm not mistaken, is filled with a lot of sodium. So drink a lot of water, you know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully a big water drinker. Let's put that. Of course I am. Yeah, I be I'm I'm good. I I, I was hoping the doctor would have told me something when I went up there, you know, earlier this year. You know what I'm saying? They was playing with my heart and all that. If something was wrong, you know what I'm saying? Because they was running the tests and stuff all on me. So I would have hoped they would have told me something. I'm going to tell you this too. Get reviews on your doctors that you go. Look at their reviews. Look at all the stuff they went through and everything else. Because I I had a, he done left the room. Uh, I had a cardiologist uh, that was really terrible. And um, I had to get rid of him. Because uh, I wasn't getting better. I didn't know what was going on. And he kept saying everything was good when stuff wasn't really good. My heart was like, one side of my heart was functioning like super low when they have like an enlarged heart or whatever. I switched, I just switched doctors, went to someone else and got me all the way right. Like I had an echo and everything. Dude didn't give me no echo, didn't give me none of that stuff. So, uh, man, check your doctor's profit. Just letting you know. Now, all these doctors ain't be on. Just like, just like when you go to the, uh, TJ Maxx and the customer service is terrible because they don't feel like being there. I think doctors do the same thing. Sometimes they don't feel like being there. So find the right one. <laughs> JY, you be Googling your doctor. You dang on right. And I go, I, go <laughs> I look at how many stars. I look at their reviews. I look and I look and I look who give the reviews, right? If it's a black person, if it's a white person, if it's a this, I look at all the stuff because my wife on the line. I, I'm and my wife will tell you, like sometimes it ain't it only about being close. I had a doctor when I was in Ohio. Uh, I drove almost a half an hour to go to just because he specialized in everything I need and he was able to tell me the truth. And when I got with him, I lost most a lot of my weight and got my numbers all the way right. So like, check check who you're going to, man. I'm being real. So you can be real with and have real life conversations. And they'll talk to you real. If they say you fat, they will say, "Man, you fat." Like they won't. Say, <laughs> you fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like you eat. Quit eating that. Yeah, they they got to use colorful language. They ain't afraid to use colorful language. Like, man, like you in here snoring, and you are wide awake. Like, say stuff like that to keep it real with you, bro. Find a real guy. <laughs> I'm done, dog, because I ain't never heard that before. <laughs> he said, I'm Googling, tell them they fat. Man, I want to find one to keep you real, bro. I'm telling you, man. Like, these cats out here, man, because the end of the day is this. They get paid no matter what. They get paid no matter what. Them insurance companies going to pay them. Once you sign that paper, that little thing on there that says you get permission from them to build your insurance, them jokers getting paid. You pay them. $25 copay, they're going to get paid. They don't got to tell you whatever it is. And then you go on in your life and you can be gone and die and they'll find another patient. Like, I'm telling you, bro, like, find these people that really care, man. They can give you the right, they can give you what they consider correct care and this, that, and the other. Just find someone that will tell you the truth. I'm telling you. And they're going to tell you the truth. They don't care how much they care. They're going to tell you the truth. Straight, straight. Like, tell me I'm fat. Like, tell me. Let me know. You know what I mean? And if I'm progressing, let me know I'm progressing, too. Like, you're doing good. Like, you know, I look at my numbers when I go work out, when I go to the thing all the time. My weight going down. Now, if it go down too fast, I want to know what the heck's going on. Like, tell me the truth, right. bro. 
Yeah. Get that yeah. blood work, like K Nick said, man. Get that blood work. Don't be afraid to get that blood work. And men that's on here listening, get your blood work, bro. Get all that crap checked. K Nick said he got the five thousand special. They check everything. <laughs> hey, I understand. Listen, do you hear me? Everything I had a so I went in with my symptoms, but I have anxiety, so my um heart rate was already up. They did an EKG. They did a chest X-ray. They did all the blood work. I said, well, I know I got good insurance, but y'all going overboard. I'm about to say, you must have got that good insurance. They'll run every time. They gave me two bags of fluid. You know, they don't give you two bags. They gave me two bags, and they put it on the quick drip. Oh, you felt 100% and by then. The I, know, I know you felt like you could do backflips. I did, but then the next day I felt like a truck ran over me. I'm about to call them saying, hey, can I come get on one of the IVs? Hey, you know, somebody do that. That's companies. I mean, people do that now. Like, they got an IV treatment place you can go to mm-hmm. where you can get, we get the vitamins and all that. Yeah, I didn't know that was the thing now. That's cold. That's, I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's good or not, but I mean, you know. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and my nurse was a black guy, and he said that, um, that that's one of the quickest ways to bounce back, even just in the beginning, get pumped full of fluids. Now I went to the bathroom every hour for the next day. <laughs> Listen. But, yeah, we'll keep praying. You're right, man. Get checked for everything. I'm telling you, man. Like, when I had went and I found out I had rheumatoid, but they checked me for everything, like everything, cancer and everything. Like, you know, they thought it was cancer at first. But like they check for everything, because I think a lot of times, some a lot of us that we go go do our preventative measures, I think a lot of us will be, you know, the more t- more uh, mortality rate would probably be so much different if we find things earlier. But sometimes we wait till it's almost, you know, a leg arm falling all the way off before we go to the doctor. So like you said, man, get everything. If you got insurance, get them check everything, everything. Damn, cop, I agree. He said, I, and then they will strap you to an EKG in a heartbeat. If you tell them your heart acting weird, strap your butt up real quick. Get you somebody that's going to examine all of you. All of me. Love all of me. Well, listen, let me go ahead because JY kind of sparked something um, when he was talking about how he needs a doctor to be transparent. And he kind of triggered the keyword of the day. You know what I'm saying? Transparency or censorship. Um, Because that was the whole topic. And it's almost 10 o'clock. And y'all know once 11.30 and 10.45 hit. You know what I'm saying? I'd be ready to you know, get back to work and do all this other stuff. But I definitely want to have this conversation about censorship and transparency. Because, you know, J.Y., you're a parent. Um, some Elder, you're a parent. Um, Ebony, well, Ebony ain't here. But, yeah, some of y'all are some parents. And what's interesting is... There's a conversation that we was having, I think, earlier um, this week or this month, or, well, last month, as well as the conversation that I've been having, of course, with my private circle peers, superiors, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. And it's interesting because I'm someone who has always been open and transparent. And, you know, I don't see nothing wrong with being open and transparent. You know what I'm saying? I'm someone who doesn't mind sharing on social media and all the other stuff, because that's me. You know what I'm saying? However, you know, recently, 
um, social giants like Facebook, Meta, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all these other stuff had to go to, you know, I guess DC to Congress to meet with whoever about, you know, social media safeties. Um, because they basically believe that we should censor more stuff on social media. Social media, you know, to some extent kind of has gotten somewhat out of hand where people overly share. People are being too transparent. There is too much being shared and posted on social media. And that's a question that I want to bring to you guys, not only for the parents who has kids, you know what I'm saying, who kids are being greatly influenced by social media, but also for people in general, you know what I'm saying? Because I think, yes, it plays a big, uh, it makes a big impact and it makes a big influence on the lives of younger people, younger kids. But let's be honest, it also makes an impact and an influence on some of the older people and the older adults as well who live their life through social media and stuff like that. But at the same time, there is, you know, a need for it. But at the same time, I also believe there's a limit for it. My company is called Limitless because I believe in the limits that make me limitless. Same with social media. You know what I'm saying? I believe that you can be social. You know what I'm saying? You can share all that you need to, but I believe that there is also a restriction to it. So my question to start off this, JY, and I'm going to throw it over to you first because you got kids and then anybody else can jump in. Y'all can leave answers in the comments as well. But should there be a level of censorship and age restriction on social media because truth is they're literally trying to get i guess an age restriction on certain social medias they're trying to switch you know what i'm saying like certain social medias to where hey if you're not i guess 18 or 16 and got parental consent you shouldn't even be on there you know what i'm saying even when it comes to like how parents share their kids on social media how certain kids be having social media pages and you five and the parents running a social media page now granted it's good that the parents run it but do you think a child you know what i'm saying five and younger should have their face on social media I, I uh, definitely um, as a parent of younger children that are in the social media ages like my 15 year old has TikTok and um, Snapchat because uh, I guess these kids don't text no more everyone talks on Snapchat and I mean I'm able to track their Snapchat as well my other daughter is on TikTok and Snapchat my son as well um, I won't Can let you the be on the Snapchat with them I can. I have their logins. I look at everything. There's a parental um, mode, and ev- I, I I know who they talk to, who the people that's on there, everything. Oh, that's what's up. Um, my daughter. One of my daughters has Pinterest, which is social media as well. I have her login. I can just click. I literally can switch to her account anytime. Um, I have it for plenty of other reasons, you know. Especially, y'all know that about my my ex wife and. Right. Well, my kids had to go through and so she'll try to reach out to them via that and stuff like that so um but i do believe there do need to be a censorship i believe in other countries don't even allow kids to even be on it or like i was even told that tiktok in china is different than our tiktok right so um i uh i do agree with the censorship i even limited like my children can only be on there for so much time on their phones they have to request it to get 15 minutes or an hour with me, you know what I mean? Just so they don't, you know, fry their brains on there. But just when I was a kid, when I was younger and when they had like Cinemax and all them other shows and all those other things that you had to be a certain age to be able to watch it or access it or whatever, I think it's the same thing now. They definitely should add some censorship to stuff. You know, um, 
I feel like a lot of the stuff is just so easy to get to. They can see the naked stuff. They can see the murders. They can see all this stuff. Like my kids are not gonna be on Twitter while they're in my house. Like it ain't happening. Um, right. It's too much. It's too easy to access porn. <laughs> right. And I'm. The, I mean, and the thing is, this, that's that's the great debate I'm facing because Twitter is also a great recruiting um, um, tool for athletes. My children are athletes, so when they start getting recruited and whatever. A lot of the um, oh, they put yeah. their film out there. A lot of the a lot of the recruiting um, coaches, whatever, use Twitter like heavily. You know what I'm saying? So that's another thing that I may have to worry about. So I'm trying to teach my children about just being mature and what they have now. So when that time comes, I can make that decision if I'm gonna let them use Twitter. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be managing. I'm gonna be on it like crazy. You know. So I think it's just I do agree their their censorship is very important um, for our youth. Uh, let them just be kids still. I feel like they're not being kids no more. So let them be kids still and not rush to deal with so much adult content at an early age. Uh, I'm a parent. She's 23 now, but I am a parent. But I remember when. Um, I do believe in a level of censorship because, you know, there are people out there that are trying to come at our children. Um, I like the fact JY can, you know, see things and whatnot so i want that's wonderful uh you have to be able to watch certain things uh because it's just you know they can't they can barely be kids anymore real talk and so in order to keep some level of of their childhood <laughs> you have to well uh, you know i do believe that uh, children should have their say uh, I always taught my daughter, if you're upset about her, you can say what you need to say, but still respect me as your mom. You know, if the tone get a little high, I'd be like, hold up, tone check, tone check. But she knows she can say whatever. And that's a lot of times children have. We didn't have it going. We couldn't just say whatever. So, censorship to a point. So, what is to a point. Go ahead. No, you good. Because I even think about the conversations that we have in the home about, you know, being censored, but also, you know, being transparent. So how, how much of, of the censorship should we leave to, you know, in home? You know what I'm saying? Because we have to be transparent with our kids to let them know the history that Black people went through, the culture that we deal with now, and all that other stuff. We have to make them aware. So there has to be some level of transparency. But where does that... You know what I'm saying? Like, where is that? Um, where is that space for them? Because even when you think about how these kids go to school, they're not even allowed to always be themselves, be transparent. You know, in school, they're open. You know what I'm saying? In school, they're always, you know, you know, I guess since even in school to do this, do that, controlled in school, disciplined in school to do certain things. So, where is the level? I believe of of transparency where they can find their identity because I ain't gonna cap. I think a lot of them find their identity through going through social media and granted that shouldn't be, you know, the reality of it. But at the same time, when you have 
like we said earlier, maybe a missing father or a missing mother, or maybe being raised by your grandma, guess what, who may not always be aware of the culture or what's going on. You're going to turn to social media. You're going to turn to your friends. But at the same time, what level of transparency should people as parents, leaders, pastors, whatever, be honest with the generation that we have to lead them forward. Even going back to the conversation that we had earlier about millennials, Gen Z, Ajit Alpha, like at what level do we be honest, not only about some of the things that we do, some of the things that we've done, but at the same time, the direction that, you know, we can lead them in. Of course, you know, from being the older perspective, older generation, we always try to guide them in a direction to where they don't make the same mistakes that we did and all this other stuff. But where is also, like I said, that room or that gap for them to be able to learn that, you know what I'm saying? Because truth is, we don't want social media to teach our kids everything, but at the same time, when you know, when you don't have a mom at the home and it's only a dad, when you don't have a, a dad in the home and it's only a mom, you know what I'm saying? Where do you expect those kids to get that that other, you know what I'm saying, that other form of identity? Well, you, you know, it's, it, it can be a challenge. You know, you may have to find someone outside the home. Uh, and it's sad, but you know, and that's where a lot of the gang activity and some of them, because they didn't get the love from some other parent, some other adult they trust, or their trust has been violated. You know, me, I try, you know, I reach out to all children, not just my own, you know, to let them know that I'm a safe space, you know. And even with being a safe space, if, it's, if I know it's something that could harm, I had to have wisdom, use wisdom in all that I do. So if something that needs to be told to the proper authorities, it's going to be a told. I'm just going to keep it one on it. Facts. <laughs> Facts. And I completely agree with that. Oh, and I completely as, agree. one more thing. As a, a minister of the cloth, we have a responsibility on that. So is it something that, yeah, that, that has to be reported? So, yep. It's, 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 it's a job, but, you know, it has to be done. Facts. Facts. I see money in the audience. Money, feel free to come on up here. We're just asking a simple question about, you know, censorship and transparency um, when it comes to kids. Like, how much should kids see? How much should they not see? Especially when it comes to social media. You know what I'm saying? Because kids see so much and learn so much via social media. So, you know, the question that was on the table is, should kids be censored when it comes to social media? At what age should they be censored? You know what I'm saying? Do you even believe in putting your kids on social media, you know what I'm saying, before a certain age? Because me... You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in putting babies on social media. Like, the baby ain't even a year old yet. Why y'all got them on social media? You know what I'm saying? And I get it. You want to show your baby off to everybody. But at the same time, I also believe in, you know, level of transparency. People can know you have a baby, but don't have your baby all on social media. You know what I'm saying? At this early age. Now, granted, that's just me. Not only having your kid on social media as in pictures and stuff, but even as a parent, you know what I'm saying? Do you always allow your kids to grow up with social media in their face to where they're learning life and their their identity through social media? Um, I think there needs to be a balance because it's not everything in every situation isn't for everybody. There are some people who have children that are actually influencers. Like their three-year-old is bringing in the most money in the household. 
<laughs> Dang, <Okay>. what? <laughs> like, for real, there's this little boy named Ryan that's on YouTube, and both of his his parents were able to quit their job because of the money that he was making in reviewing toys. And so oh, now wow. they got their clown tail up on <laughs> Ryan's channel, and they showing they behind because they getting the check because they on Ryan's payroll. So I will say in that in that regard, they're making money off of Ryan's situation, but they are also there with him. They are there setting up cameras and doing this, that, and the third, and they are basically in control of the content that he has to review these toys. So in that regard, I say there's nothing wrong with it. To always have social media in your children's face, I don't agree with it. I feel like it should be monitored what they are watching because even on kids YouTube there have been some things that have slipped in there and I'm like that's not for kids at all um and I believe anytime I think it's it's kind Ryan's of Ryan's world yeah that nigga yeah 26 26 million dollars bro he got merchandise yeah, and, and go look at how many views he has views and comments I'm that looking at his subscribers you. alone. He got 36 yeah. million subscribers. Yeah, that should tell you how much money Mr. Ryan is making a month with his parents. Right. He got 7 million views on this one video. Like, what? Yeah, to review some toys or to knock stuff over. Yeah, so... Um, I, and he's producing content every day. Yep. And that's Being another over thing. Over 100K on everything. He's learning how to make his money early and ahead of time, and that's why I said it's important for your children to know about it because we are in a digital time. Like, we're not going to pretend like y'all's cousins is doing Bitcoin and still and all this other stuff. There's ways to make money online. You don't have to step outside of your home anymore. Um, and if your kid is able to access that and make money in a good way, um, I encourage it, absolutely. But like I said, we do need to do better as far as, like, screen time with these kids. They should not be on as much. Um, and I know sometimes it's helpful to the parents to be able to just give their child a tablet um, and let them just watch uh, what they need to watch while you're either cooking or cleaning or preparing for something. But it's always good to be mindful even just like what they're listening to. There's no earphones in my house. I need to hear everything y'all listening to. And if it sounds off to me, I tell them, turn it off. There's a lot of content that has witches in it. I tell my kids, that's not how we get in. We don't do spells and this and that and the third. Because they are pushing that on your kids. And they're also pushing that on them in school. And fortunately for me, I have a daycare with my daughter where my daycare provider does not play that. They don't learn about witches and spells and this, that, and the third. They learn how to do their letters. They learn how to write their name. Stuff that they actually need because a lot of times they're not even teaching that anymore. And I was so happy just recently, I want to say it was two days ago, maybe three, I heard a news report where they're bringing back cursive writing. And I feel like that's absolutely necessary because how are you doing away with cursive writing, but you still want these kids to – You, we still got checks out here that y'all want people to sign for. They don't even know what – they don't know what signature means. They don't know what signature versus print means. That is a problem 
when you're still asking for that type of information. So I'm glad that they are um, bringing some things back. I feel like there's a lot of things they need to do away with, but, you know, it's going to take <laughs> it's gonna take an army to fight that battle. Um, but I don't feel like you should be learning about sexual preference in school. I don't. And I don't care who got a problem with it. These kids don't even know the correct names of their genitals, let alone do they need to be worried about transitioning. So, these are my balls. <laughs> Basically, then. I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> my mama said this is my pocketbook. Yeah, I, I, I got to tell y'all uh, when I after I get my daughter situated, I got to tell y'all this situation that happened with the young lady, um, or not a young lady. She was a child out here. Um, but give me a second. That's crazy. I'm looking at one of my companies, what they made off YouTube. Now, <laughs> money got me thinking, like, hold on, let me see, kind of, kind of, because, you know, one of the companies that I manage their social media, they actually get all, you know what I'm saying, some money, $2,000 to lease a month, and they only got 50 k So I'm like, hold on, let me try to reconfigure that worth. That dude made over $26 million, bro. How long? You said Google, what is it? Ryan's World. Net worth. Ryan's World Network. What a hundred million? Yep, it jumped that much. Because think of this, it's not he don't only get paid for views. They're now if you realize and just imagine if you have if you're a toy company, right? And you realize there's an influencer that gets potentially, you said what, thirty million eyes on their product? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay you to open it up Facts. and review it. Facts. And then y'all will give you X, Y, and Z because I know if I give you $1 million, I have a potential to multiply that by over 30. That is the craziest. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yes. Yes, I would do that. That's crazy. This little boy getting it off of toys. God, what is you saying to me? (laughs) Lord, I see what you're saying to others. Go and play with the toys. Hey, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Man, I remember when YouTube came out, like, and this kid ain't even old enough to know, like, what? I remember it took you a whole day to upload content on YouTube. Like, what? But there's other kids that's doing stuff out here. I mean, there's even kids that's entertaining. That little, one little girl that did that little uh, video about snap your fingers, do your step, and she did like a whole little. She getting gigs. She booked for the BCI conference about to come up. The uh, Black Christians uh, for the influence or whatever it's called conference is coming up. She booked for it. The little third three year old preacher kid or whatever he booked for it. These kids out here getting that bag, bro. They be booking everybody for everything nowadays, though. I'm honestly going to buy some cameras in my house, bro. Just because my whole house is comedy. It is comedy. That's why I said, if you can do it, do it. If you can't, then you just can't. But, like, my kids are naturally funny. Like, I did a a TikTok video 
that wasn't even how our, our content was supposed to be, but it was hilarious. I just posted it anyway. And people were like, oh, my God, your kids are hilarious. And this has been all of the time. But um, one thing I'm going to do, uh, there's a couple of things I need to buy, but I'm going to do um, interviews with my children. And based upon my parenting, I'm going to say, like, you know, or ask them, what do they like about me? What don't they like about me? And what they could change about me if um, my what dog, they do. My dog stop and You said what? Everybody want to always call us on this thing, money. What ain't that important? Stop, start, and continue. That's what it's called. What you want me to stop? What you want me to start? What you want me to continue doing? Mm-hmm. Oh. But I know you got to say something about that little girl. But the, I mean, the kids don't know about their stuff. But I'm going to tell you, um, my kids are on social media, and I ain't worried about nothing really happening to them, per se. You know, but no one know where I live at. I don't even I, like I don't even put my actual real true location. Um, when I'm when I'm traveling, I don't put my location on there. Like I don't know why people when they go out of town, gotta post their vacation trips. Like I'm here in um, Maui. Woo woo. Like now niggas know I'm at home and go rob my house. Like I don't do that crap. Well, not if, just believe. If I'm posting a vacation photo, I'm already back home. <laughs> That's, that's me. I'm already back home when I post it. Oh, see, yeah, y'all gonna have to get me because I be posting while I'm out there. I be all on Snapchat posting all of my story. We uh, out in Miami. No, you're supposed to post those things when you are back home. Oh. Uh, now, if you got close friends, I guess, or whatever, and you ain't doing nothing crazy on there, you can post it to them. But, but like, the world? Mm-mm. It'd be the close Mm-mm. friends you gotta watch. You gotta oh, watch we, them too. Uh, yeah. Not the close friends you gotta watch. <laughs> no, for real. And like, I, I love when I post about something and then people ask me about it. I'd be like, yeah, you the one watching my page real hard. I got to watch you. Facts. They be all late. <laughs> like, why Why do you care what all I'm doing? But that's, it's, it's good bait, to be honest. You see who's engaging. You see who all up in your business. All of that. What's yeah. up, Nick? I'm enjoying the CTR. I don't know what's wrong with my Facebook story now, because it be telling me people don't be watching it now. Like, it say zero views. And I know people be watching it, because, like, I put a test up the other day, and I was like, okay, well, I, I, you responding, so people watching it, but them algorithms and the numbers be stupid sometimes. I be on here, be real, real talk. Y'all really come across my Facebook uh, thing. I did send K Nick an invite, but I go on his page because this stuff be hilarious. But, um, like, Monty Belly shows up, um, Christian Belly shows up, and you, Prophet Belly, show up on my Facebook algorithm. So, and I got 5,000 friends. So, I know, I, and I don't feel like, I feel like I Belly show up on anybody else's stuff. Maybe I don't post enough. I don't know. No, the algorithm, they just set up a little weird. Well, I got a new page, praise our God. So, maybe that's why. I don't show up. Don't oh, that is right. I think doing. I think I added it though. So, but yeah. Yeah. See that other one got hacked. I had over five. I had five thousand friends on that other. One. That's all right. We blessed God for the news. Huh? Da, da, da. See. 
Good first yes, of the month. Why do we always say that, private Christians? Good to see y'all. We can't see nobody on here, but we hear y'all. I voices. can. I see you by your face, and I hear you by your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you in the spirit. How am I so dope? Basically, the title at the top, censorship over transparency, because, of course, you know, we've been talking about what these kids be seeing in the homes and what they be seeing on the social medias and stuff like that. So my question was basically, at what level do we monitor what they should be seeing and what they should not be seeing? Yeah. Wow. That's that's a that's a question. (laughs) I believe that's a that's a powerful question, because, you know, I am a firm believer. that children do what they see. Amen. Okay. And so whatever they see you do, they end up doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, they're going to say what they feel, but they're going to do what they see you do. Um, and so we got to be careful what we allow them to see. We just really do. We got to be careful um, how we allow them into our spaces. I mean, I don't know how old you guys are or how young you are, but honestly, when I was growing up, I wasn't allowed to be in the same room with the adults while they were having conversations. Fact. Now, that's censorship. Yep, you're right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And, And I felt like, you know, like, okay, great. So I'm going to go out here and I'm going to just enjoy people that I can talk to because I can communicate with them. But I, I learned as I grew up that there were some conversations that I should never be privy, privy to. Yeah. Right. And we do a lot of convert conversating, conversing. I don't really know which one is the right word, but we do a lot of talking um, in front of individuals that really can't handle the weight of the conversation. Um, and so this is why, right. We see a lot of disrespect coming from young people when it comes to adults is because they heard you disrespect them at the house. So they felt like it was okay to disrespect out in public. Y'all ain't saying nothing. It's quiet in this church. You're right. Hallelujah. You're right. You know, ended up at the Presbyterian. Huh? <laughs> but so we, but we, we got to be careful. I mean, have you ever been in Walmart and you've seen a, a, a child disrespect an adult yeah. in in the supermarket, mm-hmm. like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's because that's normal behavior. Oh, I would have died. Yeah. Well, are you kidding me? So growing up shopping up with my mother, <laughs> growing up shopping with my mother, my mother said, "You show out, that's where you get toe up at." So if you show out in this store, I'm gonna tear you up in this store. Like, and I used to be playing in the, you know, going in and out 
act like I'm shopping, but I'm all in between the, the racks mm-hmm. and carrying on. Right. <laughs> you want to do that? Then I'm going to show you that you're not supposed to be acting out here in public. And so these is just kind of craziness, and especially when we start throwing these tantrums. You know, now, one thing about me, I can't stand a, a, a tantrum. That I, I, whew, and, that, and them fallout spirits. Lord have mercy. Y'all got to break me. <laughs> he said that fallout spirit. <laughs> it, it just does something to me. You know, why, why are you doing all that carrying on? Like, you need to relax. You can express yourself. You ain't got to do it like that. But we got to be careful. We just got to be mindful of, you know, what we expose our children to. And that's, that's just the really end of the story. I mean, coming out of education and hearing the conversations with these young people, it's a lot of things that they've been exposed to at home. And, you know, we do a lot of blaming on social media, but it's really not social media. It's what's done in the house. Facts. What are they seeing at home? And then, and then social media just amplifies. Then reality TV just amplifies what they have already seen and have exposure to. So, you know, we just got to be very careful. And I'm not saying don't be transparent with your children. I think that transparency is what's necessary. Um, but there's a time and a season for everything. You got to understand, can your child understand the weight and, and, and maintain the weight of what you're expressing? So, yeah, that's just my piece. But y'all probably already said all those things. I'm just coming in at the end to share. So. <laughs> no, that's good. That's a good point, though. <laughs> I think it's also, like you said, it's what these kids are seeing at home. And that's, I mean... Mm-hmm. It brings up that question: What should even the home portray? Like, what but it's, this? but we're not going to pretend saying, like. My bad. No, you good. But I'm saying we're not going to pretend like home is their only influence. Right. I've seen some some things come from my son that I had to nip in the in the bud because he learned it from daycare, or he picked this up from school. That's you a have fact. To pay, you have to pay close attention to your children, and then you're going to be able to see, okay, where's the problem and where is it not? Yeah. Um, there was times where it's like, okay, I'll get a call from the school, my son in there cutting up because he doesn't know me and his teacher on the same page. So I had to go in there and let him know me and her are on the same page. And if you cut up, she's going to call me, and then you don't get to play sports. This is outside of school. These are extracurricular activities I'm allowing you to do because – you held up your end of the bargain of getting your homework done or getting your schoolwork done without me having to ask you. These are privileges that come with that. But if you decide you're going to show your tail, you ain't going to do nothing. But sit here and look at these walls until they turn a different color. Because you need to let these kids know we are not friends. We are not on the same playing field. And it's just that simple. If you have a problem, you can move out. But other than that, there's some things like that. It's a move out for me. It's a move out. Look, I'm not going to play with no kids. (laughs) What did they get at? Huh? Bye. I don't argue with children. This ain't even going to be a conversation. You don't like it here, you can move somewhere else. And you can take the clothes that's on your back because nothing else belongs to you. And you can't even take them because I bought them too. I'm just being nice. So <laughs> that was my mama saying you can't even take them. <laughs> like, boy, you don't like it here. You got 
um, a place to wash your behind. You got food to eat, good food to eat at that. Getting your haircuts paid for, getting your hair. I know you lying. You don't like it here. <laughs> what do you have to pay for? You should love it here, actually. <laughs> what do you contribute to this household other than a bad attitude? Not even a good one. You ain't even put no hopes or dreams in the atmosphere. Exactly. That's why I say y'all can argue with y'all's kids if y'all want to. I pop kids and keep it moving. And if you don't want your kids popped, don't send them to my house. Because if they do something that's popped worthy, they're getting popped. I don't even pop them. I can't. They trust me. Pop, 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 pop. And they want to tear your stuff up. Are you crazy? I'ma say I'ma cave your chest in. That's how I work. Mm. <laughs> I be trying to do that creative. I try to do creative um, punishment of the day. One of my children, I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna implicate them for the sake of um, <laughs> protecting the innocent. <laughs> but they had did some little disrespectful and decided to throw a shoe at somebody. And I said, okay, come down here and give me some push-ups. They gonna throw it. They gonna throw a little fit. I said, I, I started counting. One. This joker going to say, one, two, three. Uh-oh. They have teeth still? Deb was in the room. See, that's a tantrum. I can't take it. Man, listen. Um, Deb started kind of laughing like, you want to get them? <laughs> I thought she was being silly. The other children knew what was going on. They left the room. Like uh, ceiling, uh, like like Sophia on uh color purple with uh, time. <laughs> like time to go. And mm-hmm. uh, they smart. They didn't want to be in the crossfire. Man, it was a whole experience. But like, I don't know. I guess, like I said, I'm trying to keep them innocent. I'm not trying to keep them nameless. Cause, but I don't know. I guess it's at a certain age when they want to try to test your gangster. You know. So uh, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm a disciplinarian, but I'm more so a frustrated disciplinarian, but Deborah don't play. So, um, yeah, we just at that age, we have to just start doing, um, you know, act right. I like to do, see, my, 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 my stuff is different. Like, I make you do exercises, like wall sits. And, you know, I got a big backyard, go run laps, right? Like, do up-downs. You're going to be in shape fulling with me. You know what I'm saying? So, J.Y., did um, you see that video where that man had his daughter shouting <laughs> as a punishment? She goes to him, so you want to cut up? Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. Just sit, sit, yep. Praise the Lord. Yep. Just shout. Yep. <laughs> That's how I when the person had the kid doing all the little goofy little TikTok dances. Orange orange Justice and the daggone, um, uh, uh, the shoot, shoot. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. And I do another, I make them, and then when my kids want to argue all the time, I got a get-along shirt. Y'all put the same shirt on and y'all stuck with each other for a while. Get along. I ain't on that. Like, I listen, whooping, I get whooping, but sometimes I think whooping really just makes us feel better. Um, and that's exhausting. Like, my all my kids are athletes, and I don't got time to do with these matrix moves and stuff. Like, I ain't got time for that. I'm just trying to hit myself. So I make you do, you know, exercises, wall sits, you know. Uh, they already got chores, you know up downs on the stairs you know stuff like that you go you go your butt you gonna whip yourself so that's what we do yeah because i was one of them kids you tried to whip me i'm running i'm fighting i'm screaming i'm cutting up up and down uh-uh. i ain't gonna take this whipping nothing no soldier so you're oh, gonna, you gonna fight in my house my mama yeah. was a track star you don't run from her i was showing sure she's a runner she's a track star i was running 
was trying to used to try to tie my mom and guess what? I was an athlete. She'll come back. My kids, I don't know. I feel like my kids got like a sixth sense or something. Like they got spidey senses. They know when it's coming. Like one time, listen, I tried to. Hey yo, one time, um, <laughs> I tried to uh get my son, and he dodged me, and I fell on the floor. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> oh, Lord. I tackled him, and I'm on the ground getting the wobble on the ground. He both, <laughs> I was so mad. So, yeah, I don't got time for all that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Did that you fail while you was trying to whoop him? Now, I, 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 I tried to get one good pop, and he, like, he dipped me. Like, he, my son got mad deep. So, J.Y., so is this why our parents used to tell us, you know, this was gonna hurt me more than this gonna hurt you? Right. Literally. Yeah. Hey, my, my whole left side was hurting for the long. I'm in church, mad. My whole left side hurt. Now I gotta go to the altar and ask a prayer for my left side because my yeah, son got. Yeah. When you think about when you think about that pain and the goodness of that beating. <laughs> and I ain't even doing that good. You know, I couldn't doing that good. That's why, I'm like, you know what? I ain't worth it. Like, it, I mean, I, like I saw my son fight before. He's impossible to hit. That boy got crazy defense, like crazy. Some boy was out there trying to fight my my, my son. Uh, the little boy hit my daughter in the butt, smacked my daughter in the butt, my youngest daughter. Oh. A- AJ out there was fighting him. The boy was swinging as hard as he could. A- a- I mean, AJ was just dipping him like Spider-Man, man. I'm kidding you. And he was, like, looking at the little boy. And, like, AJ could have hit him mass times. He just didn't have that killer instinct in him. Because, I mean, that I mean his his defense is ridiculous. I still knew that better when I went after him because I mean, he just went, went like gone and I fell on the floor and I got a lonium floor. It was hard, man. I was Ooh. mad, man. Wow, that's amazing. My lord, I'm sorry for that. And I fell slow. I fell real slow. Ooh. I was I mean, like, where's the like, recording? We're still recording. We got to see that. I debated on putting cameras in my house for uh, entertainment purposes, but I don't want to be implicated in people clowning me. Because, I mean, I, I was falling, man. I thought about so many different things. Like, I know he didn't just just dip me. Oh, my God. Is hey, the mic recording? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. It was bad. I saw it at yeah. the grocery store. It was amazing. I be wanting to push him down the rest of the way. Like, why is you falling so slow? They be fighting it. They're like, just give up. It's over. <laughs> Listen, my, my 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 ex-wife was at my cousin's um wedding, and she was trying to dance before my daughter, and I guess my daughter did something and she fell. This girl went all the way. I mean, he stumbled all the way across the whole dance floor. I'm like, just give up. <laughs> it's a wrap. It honestly reminds you of 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 the skate ring falls. Like those those are absolutely amazing. Like when you go to the skate ring, those falls are so amazing. They're so beautiful. Like <laughs> that is so beautiful. No, no, it's. For me, it's the reach and grab for something that's not there. It's oh, yeah. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, they reaching, they reaching for a wall, and it's not there. <laughs> like, you, you're going down. Like, <laughs> yo, I mean, you just got to imagine it. Just go to the skate. I just, I charge every last one of y'all this Saturday, tomorrow, Friday. I charge, Y'all baby. just go to the skate key. Just go to the skate key and just, just, just look. It's amazing. That's all. Just that's look all I got. Not- 
<laughs> he said it'd be that fall for me. Cause they fall so slow. It'd be so slow. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. That's it, Miracle Mother. That's exactly right. And they just be grabbing, reaching for air. Like there's no wall. What are you reaching for? <laughs> just just go ahead on let your let your let the palms of your hands break your fall. That what you said, let the palms of your hands break your fall. Yeah, because it'd be amazing. <laughs> well, Ebony, I, I'm, I'm glad you're back because I never heard your, your comment on the topic. You were talking about censorship of these kids on social media. I know you had dipped out. Mm, I don't know if y'all going to be able to hear my Yeah, we can hear you a little bit. Okay. I'm at the hospital, so I'm not be talking too much. But. Okay, well, tell Ryan we say hey, we praying for him. We'll do. I'm outside of the window now. Okay. Let's see. So, what's the question? So, like, do you believe in, like, uh, of course, we was having a conversation earlier about how kids aren't learning things or seeing things in certain homes, um, but they're learning it on social media. They get everything on social media. Um, a lot of kids are spending, you know, a major time on social media, and that's kind of sometimes how they even form their identity. But do you believe that we should censor that? Like, should we, you know, cap or control, you know, how much kids are actually learning and seeing via the world, via social media? Absolutely. Um, you as the parent, you are the first. Um, you are the first example. You are their mom. Can y'all hear her? No, I was just about to ask, is she talking? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. Um, we are the first model that our kids see. Uh, we are the first example. And so we have to set that. It's a sad day when social media is raising your children. When your children are going to social media and their peers and their teachers for answers to questions that you, the parent, should be supplying. And that's what's happening. Um, The fact that TikTok even needed to put an age cap of 13 is ridiculous because- And some people even think that's still too low. It's too high. I mean, no, it's too low. I'm sorry. That's what I'm gonna say, it's too low. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, some people it's too low. Yeah, it it needs to be older in in my humble opinion, but you know, we're just we're just in that that age now where you know, like our parents set us in front of Barney or you know whatever, and went about their business. Now parents are giving their kids a phone and just leaving them to 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 their own devices, and there's just too much out there. For example, a man just got arrested. I saw this case yesterday. A man just got arrested for going on YouTube and airing him killing his father. He decapitated his father. And Whoa. showed the man's head. If the video was on YouTube for like twelve hours before it got pulled down, ridiculous. Who knows what child saw that? Who knows what thought that could have put in a child's mind? And so, you know, yes, things need to be censored. Parents, you need to be the censor. The companies don't need to censor. You need to be the censor. Um, I don't intend for my daughter to have access to social media. 
Um, I don't think my daughter's really going to care this particular, you know, just because just of who she is and what she's interested in. Um, I pray she never wants to, she doesn't know what a TikTok is. She's not looking over my shoulder. While Most of the time, I don't even look at TikTok till I get in bed. Um, and I'll just be scrolling or whatever, but, or if I'm interested in something, I'll look it up. Um, but, you know, even Facebook, all that, like, she's not over my shoulder while I'm looking at these things. Um, she just, she doesn't need to be, they, these kids don't need to be involved. These kids do not need to know anything um, about social media. Um, and I just think it's really sad that we're not parenting our kids. I feel like we're refereeing our kids, um, refereeing between the school and our kids, the peers and our kids, the police and our kids, but we're not really taking the time um, to set the example. We just step in when things happen. And then you want to defend, oh, my child would never. Yeah, your child would, because look where they got it from. Look where they saw it. These parents, you don't know your kids. You don't know what your kids are capable of. You think you do, but you don't know what they're capable of because you don't know what they're ingesting. You need to be looking at the history. First of all, there need to be blocks on the phone. Like my daughter's tablet, I can block. Um, like she can't watch it after a certain time. It locks out. She can't go outside of certain programs and channels, even if she wanted to. Um, she can't do it because I have those, those things in place. Um, I can see where my daughter is at all times. By her tablet, by her air tag. You'd be surprised how many parents have no clue where their kids are. They just take their word for it. And you just can't do it. You cannot take your kid's word for it. You cannot take their word for it that they're just over there studying. You, you don't know. I mean, you can't control what they're going to do when they're outside of your presence, when they're with their peers or whatever. You can't. But you can and you can instill the seed. That's all you can do. It's just instill the seed. This is not what we do. This is not the example. This is what we do. This is what we don't do. That's all you can do. Even when I was out there doing what I wanted to do, that seed was still planted. And so I got convicted because I knew what my parents taught me. I knew you know, what I should and shouldn't be doing. And that's all you can do. They have to learn. You know, they have to learn. So you can't save them from everything. But to just set no perimeters and say, go, just don't get locked up, just don't get pregnant, but you have no perimeters. It's just stupid. So yes, I'm all for censorship. Yes, I think the age should be a lot higher. I think Facebook should be the same. I don't know what Facebook's guidelines are. Um, but I don't think anybody under the age of 18 is to Facebook maybe 16 maybe 16 um, if you but, can't get a car in your name a house in your name you don't need a facebook in your name yeah that's 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 my opinion um you know <laughs> I, I just don't i remember like we had black planet um yeah black planet came out MySpace, bebo MySpace, i think i was already an adult um when MySpace came out i think i okay. just got out of high school i think but um yeah, these parents are just doing a terrible job, in my humble opinion. So many of them are doing a terrible job. Um, it's just paying, seeing what their kids are doing. You're not that busy that you can't go through their phone. There's too many tools now that we report back to. I get a report every day of what my daughter watches on her tablet. It sends me an email every day with what she watched and how long she watched it. Even though I know, because I'm sitting right there, um, those are the, the measures that are in place. So. There's too much technology for parents to be so ignorant. That's just my opinion. I agree. I agree. Anybody else? Oh, that was it? Okay. Y'all, y'all, okay. All right. 
Hey, that works for me then. I don't got no okay. kids, so I wouldn't know. Even as an adult, I censor myself, you know what I'm saying, on, on how much time I do because I even work in social media. So I never want to get overly consumed in it. So I even will try to censor my time. But at the same time, even as an adult, I think that there should even be a certain level of censorship when it comes to content. Because social media seeing everything, I don't think you should. Like, yeah, the fact that somebody got on YouTube to decapitate their dad, yeah, everything should not be spread on social media. And I think even certain people, you know, it's okay to share and be transparent. But even as an adult, everything should not be shared on social media. Like, one thing that I thought was funny yesterday, um, and, you know, it kind of relates to the conversation, but it kind of doesn't. But it was interesting because Carlos posted <laughs> and said, stop date breaking up in private if you dating in public. You know what I'm saying? Because then people be invested. I ain't even gonna count. I'll be invested. And then be mad because I didn't got invested in this relationship. And here it is, y'all done broke up. And now I'm mad and talking about, okay, well, you know what? They shouldn't have shared all their relationship on Facebook and all this other stuff. So I ain't gonna count. I sometimes get it. But I see your hand down there, Mama Lynn. I just had to throw that in there. Because people do be sharing a lot, whether it be adults or whether it's kids. Because I don't, Ebony, I don't know about you, but like, I don't, I think it's you do it because, you know what I'm saying, it's part of your platform. But like, even sharing kids' faces on social media, posting certain pictures on social media, I would be scared to do that. Like, I wouldn't be posting my kid's face on social media until he's probably like three or four, five. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just people is creepy. But Mama Lee, I see you down there. Jump in there. Jump on in there. Hi, everybody. Uh, censorship. Well, I didn't even want to get a computer, but uh, I ended up getting one for the house. And at that time, it was gala. So I said, set limitations on it. Sierra wasn't too much interested, but Mike was, uh, was it? Black Planet, Facebook, uh, he could play video games, and then he would get and mad at me. Chat rooms. Right, because I'm standing there looking. He'd be like, Mom, can I have some privacy? Not in my house. <laughs> Why do you think I got this thing in the living room? I'm trying to see what you're doing. That's I'm my trying head. to learn it. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Uh, even now, when it, when it, we be out somewhere and he be on his phone, I tend to lean over and look at his phone. In other words, he be like, Mama, we together. Why are you on your phone? So, you know, I think it, it, children should be censored. It amazes me when I go over my over my 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 grandkids' house and I'm sitting there all of them on the phone or a tablet. I'm like, do y'all do anything here? Well we just came from outside. Michael do make them go outside, put the phones down. Uh they do have a time limit. Uh he do check their phones. That oldest one she in, she in middle school, so she get a little testing. So they take the phone away. It'd be so funny to me. Uh, listening to him, uh, I always said to my kids, I ain't do the crime, I ain't doing the time. They come and get me. I'm coming down there. 
I'm listening to them, I'm listening to you, and you, you better be telling the truth, because if I don't believe you, I'm going to beat you up and tell me, okay, y'all can have it. Um, my thing was, I know what my kids will do, I know what they won't do, but I'm not going to put nothing past them, because if they think they can get away with it, they're going to try. I know I was willing to hear. Did I get caught sometimes? Yes. So I knew not to try that again. But I think they should be thinking. To be honest, I don't think little people need a TikTok page. I don't think some of these adults need a TikTok page. Yes, I look at TikTok, but I really don't have a TikTok page. I don't even want to learn how to do this. I don't even have X. I ain't and I wasn't interested. I got where here lately, I started back to the Western basics. So, um, I might put up some posts for a couple of days and then you don't see me put up nothing for a while. I might hit something on y'all. Ebony, I can't even comment on her stuff. I can either like it, love it, Crabby sad, but I couldn't I can't comment on her. Um I don't know what that's about. Maybe she got too many followers. Um so most of y'all I'm, we are the adults. They are the little people. They want us to teach them how to love, to guide them, to discipline them, not to give them card books. We, most of these kids be giving so much stuff, they wilding out. Right here in Cincinnati right now, this police are having a time because a gang of teenagers are going around beating up people down there. My thing, and, and they try to decide, do we lock them up, not lock them up? They put an ankle bracelet, they caught one of the boys 14, they put an ankle bracelet on the 14 on the year old boy. They can't even find it. My question is, where's parents? Start locking the parents up. If you can't control your child, I don't want to say control. Discipline your own child. That's another thing they keep discipline away. Why didn't they take it away when I was little? So it, it, it's a lot, it's a mess, but I don't think, look, I, I like what Emily said. She did an email when Rain been on her tablet. I think that's awesome. More parents should do that, but they don't. We know they have privacy, you know? Where you come from? They don't pay no risk. I remember my daughter's daddy came on my house and threatened to take her bedroom door off. So, yeah, we need to love our children, teach our children, be the parent, let them be the kid, but take control of this situation. That's all I got. Thank you, Mama Lou. What 
I'm sorry, I'm over here eating. Fish and chicken. Fish and chicken. <laughs> fish and chicken. It's 10.45 in the morning, and I'm eating fish and chicken. I'm from American Daily. Yes, I am. Yeah, I pray for them. Um, let's get to final remarks to the question of the day. <laughs> Bless you, Jesus. So, question of the day is something simple, and I say it every day, <laughs> even though sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But I think today is very simple. And it came basically from Pastor Charles. It was something I was actually already thinking about, but when he came in this morning and was talking about, like, his shower routine, it came to my mind. And, Money, I'm glad that you were here because this is going to be hilarious. But I want to know, as a question of the day, give you a final remark for the whole conversation, the whole room or whatever. And then, you know, question of the day is going to be simple. What do you prefer? Do you prefer showers or baths? You know what I'm saying? Do you prefer to take your full bath, bath, you know what I'm saying, type of thing? Or do you prefer showers? And then, how often are you, you know what I'm saying, one of, like, how often do you take shower? Are you one of them type of people that got to take a shower every morning when you wake up and every night when you go to sleep? Or are you a night shower or a morning shower? Me, I'm a shower probably like when I feel like it. It might be randomly throughout the day. Most of the time it's in the morning when I first wake up. But even sometimes if I don't do that, it's going to be like randomly throughout the day. And then I'll take a shower sometime at nighttime. You know what I'm saying? If I done went out somewhere or got dirty or something like that, I'm going to come home and take a shower. You know what I'm saying? So typically, I'm going to take at least, you know what I'm saying, three showers a week or more. You know what I'm saying? And when I knew you was going to say something, don't even say it. Was just, that was going to be a joke. Because, yeah, it was three or more. You know what I'm saying? But, no, pull to refresh. See where you guys are on the stage. And we're going to go in that order with what do you prefer? Do you prefer a shower or do you prefer a bath? Do you prefer night or do you prefer morning? Put her first. Here you are on the stage. We're going to go in that order, starting with Ebony. Ebony, it's on you. Do 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 all right, now ain't nobody gonna be honest about this. I don't even know why you asked this question because ain't nobody gonna want to look weird or be judged. <laughs> um, ain't nobody gonna want to be judged. But um, so I'm definitely a shower person. Um, occasional baths, um, occasional. I just the thought of sitting in my my, my own dirty water just doesn't sit well with me. Um, but I think, you know, especially as, as a woman, I think sometimes, you, you know, you just, you just need that. So occasional, um, I don't really get to do that in peace as much anymore because I have small kids. Um, the time typically, if it's just a typical day with nothing extra crazy going in it, um, nighttime is it for me just because showers like relax me. Yeah. I will only do it in the morning if I just was too tired or yeah that's that's typically that um nice. now the, sh- the summertime is a little different um uh, if it is summertime and i've been out and about say i've been out all day or whatever it, mm-hmm. it may be two times in a day um mm-hmm. typically never more than that because i just don't have that kind of time to just be sitting in the shower all day um but yeah definitely if it's been a hot day if i was out in the morning or something uh, I may come home and take one just because it was just hot. Um, and it gets, it definitely gets humid here in Maryland. It's very humid. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that answers the question. Um, I hope everybody has an amazing day. Um, God willing, I will be back. Oh, yeah, I will be back in here tomorrow morning. Probably not for the full length of time. Um, but I'll be back in here tomorrow. My husband's best friend is flying in tomorrow. He doesn't know. Um, so I'm kind of setting up this whole surprise thing for him tomorrow. Should be pretty dope. Um, so yeah, that's that.
Love y'all. Everybody stay safe, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ebony. I appreciate that. Um, okay, Nick, it's on you. Boy, if you don't stop all that smacking. I don't even know what. Oh, uh, for me, showers. Um, have you ever seen bath water when you get out of it? Uh, makes you nauseous thinking about it. Now, I took a bath like maybe like four or five times a year, like my vacation. Um, but I'm a shower person. I can't stand to sit in dirt. Like, just. Yep, so that's me. Okay, appreciate it. Elder, it's not you. Hello. Uh, I'm a, I'm a shower person. Uh, if I need to sit, that's why I got a shower chair. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, I like showers. I love showers. And you know, it don't make sense to sit in the, you trying to wash the dirt off and the dirt come back on. So, praise the Lord, hallelujah, have a wonderful day. Miracle Mom, thank you for sharing your life with us. That was a total blessing. Y'all just don't know, I was shouting up storm yesterday around my apartment. Then I forget, I forget what she, what we were praising her for and got the praise and gobble of the situations in my house and went plumbing in. So, thank you for that. Thank you for giving me another opportunity again to give God praise. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. Thank you so much, Elder. I appreciate that. I don't know why none of y'all don't like baths. I like baths. I take me a good bath. You know what I'm saying? Go turn the lights off and everything and just sit in the water and pray and soak, listen to my gospel music. Now, eventually the water going to run out. You know what I'm saying? Going to get cold, so I'm going to let it out and then I'm going to shower. You know what I'm saying? I shower, shower. But, you know, y'all need to soak in the tub. <laughs> uh, Monty B, I'm throwing it to you. What's the question? Do you prefer baths or shower? And then, mm-hmm. are you a nighttime person or a morning time person when it comes to um, shower days? Well, well, I've already covered this base in this room. I am not a morning person. Um, so I try to not be too out and about where I have to deal with people in the morning because um, I'm going to say something completely out of pocket. Um, so I am not a morning person. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Bath or shower, I prefer both. Um, Sometimes time does not permit for a bath, but I am never a person. If, like, I just got back from the gym or something, I am not going to sit my behind in no water. You need to wash that down the drain first. Wash (laughs) your body, get all of that. You are stewing in nasty. That's what you're doing. I don't, I don't appreciate that. I don't agree with it. So if I were to even start something, I would start with the shower first. And then I'm getting in the tub to actually, like, soak and enjoy the bath. But <laughs> other than that, it depends on the day. I'm there. I'm there. I'm a bath soaker and a shower. Sometimes I stop my showers up and let the water, you know, run down my body and soak in the tub. And yeah, you know, you never know. That's powerful. 
Mama Lea, I'm going to you. Um, that's gross. Wait, Please finish doing. Shower and then you stop it up. That's gross. Why would you wash the dirt off and then sit in it? Why would you do that? Because <laughs> then I'm gonna wash it back out. I'm gonna get you know after I soak for a little bit. Yeah, I stand First back of all, we shower. can't hear with all that food in your mouth. You know what? This is Mama Lea. Do you? <laughs> Thank you, Mama Lynn. See, I'm just like you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to soak, and then I'm going to get up and wash it off. Because I ain't like I'm out there in dirt and in cement and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'll be at home. I don't be getting dirty. DJY, that's on you. do do you? Yeah, this stupid um, clubhouse get on my nerves because I swiped over and they put me in somebody's daggone freaking chat. And then I come into the, I'm in down in the daggone audience and I lose my green bean. Like, you know what? Clubhouse can kick rocks barefooted with their pinky toe. Anyway, uh, Prophet, I know that food is good, but you enjoy it over there, okay? Um, as far as me and baths and showers, okay. Y'all ready? JY takes showers. JY got to use that um, this uh, detachable uh, shower head because JY got a lot of parts. Um, now, um, as far as the tub, I would love to take tub um, baths, but uh, JY is not your average size individual. Um, so either I can't get my legs all the way in there, or by the time I get out the, the water, 
it's only about uh, two teaspoons of water left because I've displaced everything. So I'm not going to do um, do that yet. Uh, so we're just going to take good showers. I don't like looking at dirty water, but I think it's a shame. If your body produced that much dirty water, that means you're dirty as heck. Uh, typically, when I get the tub, my water doesn't look that much different. But if your water looks like a, a, a witch's cauldron, <laughs> when you get done, Something is wrong with you. Alright? Excuse me, you said what? If you got the tub, can I tell me y'all like looking at dirt? If you got the tub and that water look like a witch's cauldron. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. With all them black dirt bubbles on top of it. <laughs> something is wrong with you. I almost okay. hit the flow. I almost hit the flow. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Like somebody making a spell to grow long hair. Add an eye of Newt and uh, uh, and JY. And go, go to the corner. Go over there yes. in the corner and sit down and don't say your phone. Answer your phone. Answer your phone. Somebody from Zambia calling me. I don't even know nobody from Zambia. Anyway, um, <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's pretty much it. Jay Wop, I love taking baths. I would love to take a bath, but just sometimes it just don't, you know, I displace all the water. So y'all be blessed. I'm so, oh my. <laughs> I'm all the way done. I'm done. The only time my, my water come out looking dark is when I wash my house. Not your hair dark skin. Yeah, my hair dark skin. So when I wash my hair, yeah, it'd be it'd be a little brownish in the water. But when I soak in that tub, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that water be clear. I Man, I'm trying to water. fix it up. Y'all know y'all be having that. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you got that water like somebody do a uh do a charcoal bath bomb in that bug. <laughs> Man, it's only, it's only when I wash my hair. Only when I wash my hair. Jay, why I need to um, I need to uh, hit you up because I gotta, <laughs> and we're gonna revamp something. It's um, we're gonna do uh, impractical jokers, but we're gonna do uh, for uh, African American women. Listen, I'm so all we, for it. We're and, gonna and, start at the church. Hallelujah. I, I want to ask this question too. <laughs> Why are we talking about baths? Like, do. Oh, I hate to say this. Do women know when they smell tart? Yes, oh, they do. Oh God, we finna go. We no, we're not. About... No, we no, need no, to talk because... about it. <laughs> oh Lord, I just hope no one. Somebody... Go some, some, no, we need to talk about no, it. I was at a place the other day, right? You know, and you know, I mean, when you minister and stuff, people like to be close, and they want to, you know, approach you. And just... and um, someone got real close to your boy, and um. Uh, it smelled like uh, Lone John Silver, and I was just like, like, and then, like, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, it was the sit down air, right? It was the <laughs> the sit down air, right? When you sit down and that little gust of wind comes up, did you say the Lone John Silver or Captain D's? Or Cobras, wherever you go to, wherever you venture at, um, oh, it's not like the Okay, well, oh, that's done, why they done. coming out. 
that's why they coming out with stuff like Lumi and other stuff because as women get older, uh, smells be, co- be coming out. You know, and she was uh, the, that's why my doctor told she was a little older too, Mama Lee. Told me you uh, told me that you know at least once a month you need to sit down in the water. It's the purpose for us sitting down in the water. Uh, but uh, hey. And women don't do these no more because it's not good. It crushes out too much of the good and the bad bacteria that we need in our body. So uh, I'm always, I'm sorry, I'm always sniffing myself. I'm, I'm sorry. Cause my mama used to tell me all the time, if if you can smell you, you know they can smell you. But there's a thing called nose blind, Mama Lynn. Because sometimes you ever been in someone's house and they and they house just smell like old chicken. They're like, what is that smell? I'm like, girl, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, and I'm like, no, it smells like old chicken. Like, and, like that's because like, they don't open a window. Well, they, but they didn't got people. used to it. Because I mean, right. like it, it, I mean, it punched me in the face. It was very disrespectful. I almost like called the police for physical assault. Like it hit me smack in the face. And you should have. And I'm like, Lord. And then, and then they just got done, and they got done praise dancing. Like, Lynn, I'm about to go. I'm about to fall out. It was. It was, it was, it was, it was I can't even get out the van. Who my chest hurt? It's, and listen, I understand. I heard I got three daughters and I got a wife. I understand they said don't use the the, the dogs word. I get, it. but that's why you use a detachable shower head, right? Water doesn't. Right. I got I got one of them, and I and got sometimes so, sometimes you can only put so much that loofah. Shut up! <laughs> but here's you know what though. This is what I've I've learned about people. Sometimes, I mean, since we're here now. Yeah, we're here. Um, when your coochie is dehydrated. Glory to God, I'm done. Also, no, help, it help also them be. Help them be. certain odors. Because it's like, you ain't drank water in how long? You don't need to wake up drinking alcohol. Here? Huh? They drink too much soda. Tea. Yeah, like... What you put in your body comes out of your body. Now, where it comes out, that's where we find out, is when you smell how you smell. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You need to drink water when you wake up, okay? And you need to drink it throughout the day. We can we could start there. You don't need to eat hot Cheetos all day. You trying help to figure out... The people. Help the people. I'm help done. I'm why, done. Why it's hot somewhere. You doing too much. It's what you're putting in your body. It's coming and out. You know of your what, Bonnie? Even though we're here in this same Friday, I'm gonna go ahead and say that some of these women gotta quit messing with these dirty um bank banks. Because <laughs> y'all mess up the y'all mess up Peace the pH the balance. Mm-hmm. Mess with them dirty. <sighs> Where did go? Did he leave? All them left. They left one time since I said dirty danglings. Well, you must be talking good. But see, this is another oh, thing, J.Y. Uh, older women, uh, we need to be gentle and check each other. 
uh, and be respectful while we do it. Um, I'm always telling my kids, what I smell like. <laughs> and they already know what my uh, favorite uh, body oil is. Even the elder know what it is, I believe. Because I even told my, when I died, put, put my favorite body oil in, in the casket with me. And he looked at, he looked at, I said, and put it in my hand. He looked at me, I said, look, I said, why? Well, I, I, I probably get to sinking and I need to smell fresh. So, you know, hey. <laughs> oh, Pat, had the came and ran on out of here. He would have <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> we need to take care of our bodies and we need to do it correctly. So, hey, uh, tell, tell them, but. Yeah, your wife tell them. Hey, we gotta be smell conscious. They gotta be smell conscious. Like I'm just there. I, I, I'm especially if you want to hug. You want you trying to hug up on, hug up on the brothers, man. I mean, like, come on now. Um, I ain't do nothing to you, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's so rude to be that way to a person. You know, don't 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 do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just don't don't do that. Listen, Prophet and left the room, y'all. I guess it's going to be I on pinged, us to close it. But, I pinged him back in the room. I don't know what happened. He had a phone call, so he probably had to take care of that. But, you know, we we, we grown enough. You know, we know how to handle things like, like wash our tail and stuff. Um, but, yeah, please, people, um, and, and, and wash twice, right? Um, you know, sometimes one time ain't gonna do it. You gotta, you know, wash, rinse, and repeat. Because, um, you know, there's some, aggressive, there's some aggressive smells that's out here in this world. And um, yeah, and sometimes it ain't that area. Sometimes it's under, it's under that flap, that little flap on the side, right? That little bee hook. Sometimes it's there. Clean, clean up under that. Man, you had a teeth in here today. Put Teach deodorant like on the, in them side pockets. Put the deodorant in them side pockets, a powder or something. Because, um, man, y'all be a like my Want to hug everybody, be like, God bless you. And I'm like, there ain't no blessing coming from this. There's no blessing in that smell. The Bible says the Lord added a blessing to make it rich and it added no sorrow. Yeah, and my no nose sorrow. is like, nigga. <laughs> He's going through sorrow, Jay. Why? He's going through. Bruh, I'm, t- I'm, 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 and I mean, I don't know why the Lord blessed me with such a strong sense of smell. Like, I smell everything. You know what I mean? And so it just, it's just bad. It's just bad, you know? So, um, yeah, I, 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 um, because of that, I'm very cautious on how, I'm very cautious of how I take care of my hygiene. I make sure I, Jay, why you talking like my daddy used to talk me, man? You, you in there? You own it, sir. Listen, you is on it. We take care. I, 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 I gotta teach my daughters. Like, but my kids be like, they don't want to. And I, I was traumatized with showers as a child because I used to be terrified. And my dad, y'all know, I had a fairly abusive father, and he used to shove my face in the water. Um, so I was, I was definitely a bad, a bath kid growing up. Uh, now I love showers. But I have to deal with my kids They're at that age, but they don't want to take showers on a regular basis. And I'm like, y'all play sports. Y'all can't be spraying body spray over y'all think it's going to make it be better. It's going to worse. So, you know. Nice. You, you'll get there one day when yours, uh, Monty. They're going to get up that age. You're going to be like, look here. Um, 
Oh, no. Nah, we already nipped that in the bud. My kids love baths and no, showers. No, my kids did, too. My younger, they, when they was young, they loved them. Now they done got too busy, they like they can't take them sometimes. Oh, no, no, no. We, there's never too busy in my house for a shower. <laughs> and my kids know me. If you look a certain type of way and you smell a certain type of way, you don't get to go with me. You tell me look dirty, you look dirty. If you look dirty and dusty, and if you smell dirty and dusty, you cannot go with me, and you just going to have to feel how you feel at home. Because <laughs> when it's time to go, I'm not waiting on no children to jump in the shower. You knew what the itinerary was for today. You wasn't ready on time. You're going to sit here looking how you looking, and this house better not be dirty when I come back. Exactly. I'm not finna play with these kids. So we'll go ahead and go ahead and try to wrap this up. We're gonna probably have to do a whole uh hygiene lesson in here. Bring a hygiene Amen. specialist in here one day about you know pH balance, um, how messing with dirty dinglings can um mess up your um balance and, and brothers after you get done messing with women, make sure you clean up too. Um, Amen. Clean that area, you know. Uh sometimes whole baths don't do it, okay? Love y'all. Gotta go. Gotta plant. All right. Take care. So I'm going to pray us on out. Uh, Father, we thank you for everything you've done, doing everything you're going to do. God, I ask that you, uh, we love on you. We worship you and we honor you for your amazing ways and who you are. Father, I ask that you uh, continue to do what you planned on doing uh, in this room. Bless every single person that was in here. Bless uh, all the speakers, those uh, moderators, all of the uh, listeners as well. And those that listen on the replays, we give you glory. We give you honor. In your name we pray. Mind you, are mine, so you have to close the room. So go ahead and get calm down. I will close the room. Love y'all. Have a great day. Don't let nobody um, pollute y'all's day with them smells. Be easy. I'm Bye. <laughs>